anyway, the the theme isn't flavor, but it's they're both other half Jay Wakefield collaborations. Gotcha. All right, that sounds good. Uh, let's see. Let's do Obama. Yeah, let's do Obama, please. Obama, you recording already? You starting this? Uh, I'm I'm seeing red, so yeah, it's moving. Yeah, I I like the the, the subtle. Oh, we're just going. I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah. No, I, I think it works better that way. Mm. So, yeah. So, what'd you bring for us, Daniel? Ooh, what did I bring? Okay. Uh, I don't know how long we've been recording, so I might might be saying this twice. But uh, I have two other half Jay Wakefield collaborations. Uh, the can I have is Florida Plates, the IPA with pineapple and peach. And I can't read the fucking description, but this is Snowbirds 3. Um, yeah, if you know anything about other half, you've probably heard about this beer. Not the VIP version from Pastry Town, but yeah, it's uh, supposed to be a great bottle. I'll tell you the story about how I landed this one later on. What's the difference between the VIP version and the non-VIP? I'd have to look up the descriptions. It's very different beer. Gotcha. Um, one, I think the VIP one might be barrel aged, but I can't swear to it. Oh, and uh, I'll tell the people at home we started off with the uh, other half, all fifth anniversary, everything uh, banana, banana version, or banana versary as it's come to be known. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'll give the little description on that guy. Uh, you give me a little thing. Yeah, yeah little, you want little. the whole you want the whole can? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, a little bit. You looked at me. You give me the. I didn't. I'm just saying. I had my little, my little friend of mine glass. I'll uh, I'll introduce my beer after. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll just give a quick. Uh, I'll introduce my beer. Imperial yeah, style with wild type banana, vanilla, coconut, toasted coconut, and macadamia nuts. And yeah, I realized it's 15.4 percent. It didn't really taste that boozy. No. Was it? Not at yeah. All. Not at all. Shit. I mean, I got a little booze on it, but I wouldn't have guessed 15. Yeah, I think the um, the syrupy quality of it, though, really masked it. It was syrupy for me, and not in a bad way. Oh, no, man. Syrupy's good. No, I, I mean... You want that fucking motor oil. Exactly. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, <laughs> give it to me. Oh, yes. I love it, Maurice. Mm. So what I got is... 10 Years of Hugs Imperial Stout with Coffee and Vanilla from Half Acre, which I believe they're at Illinois. That is true. Illinois. But well, Uncle Dan... It certainly, s- certainly smells a lot different from what we just drank. So Uncle Dan, we got uh, to do your, your drinking history. How did you get into the game? My drinking history? Yeah. How did I get into the game? How did you get to where you are now? Because we've already done ours. Yeah, we did that. Am I supposed That's to be starting like when I was a teenager, when my uncle first gave me my first bush? Give us the give <laughs> us the farm. Give us the cliff notes. Uh, I don't know. So I was like ten years old. There was a, like a little like gathering. Uh, was living on my grandfather's uh, little old farm there for a hot minute, and my uncle's like, you know, everybody's drinking bush because you know it's farm family. So what do you think they drink? They drink bush, cold as mountain stream, smooth as its name, baby. Um, so I'm just like, yeah, I want to try. He's like, oh, you want to try, boy? Yeah, here, give it a shot. If you, if you like it, I'll let you have the whole thing. And so being 10, and my, my meme's looking at me like, oh, Jesus Christ, what is he doing? So I try it out, and it tasted like absolute piss, you know, like it's 
It's bush. I'm of course, but, but you try to pass it off like it doesn't taste like shit. Oh no, I couldn't even. <laughs> <laughs> I handed that shit straight really? back to him. Oh yeah. So I mean, after that, you know, started drinking. I was a late bloomer. I didn't even start drinking until sixteen. I I had smoked weed well before I had ever yeah. uh, drank, and then um. Same. You know, and then, and then it was just you know party monster, and then then when the craft brew, when I actually started drinking like good shit, it was probably um my early twenties. When I realized, like, wow, I really like stouts, and the classic gateway stout was Guinness, and like, compared to what we drink now, Guinness is just absolute watery garbage, mm-hmm. um, which is hilarious because I used to be like, I used to think I was so cool, like, go to a party, everybody's drinking like high end domestics, they're feeling like frisky, like they're drinking Heineken and shit, or you know, whatever shit like that. Yeah, but but light, Coors Light. Yeah. I'm coming over with Guinness or like Molson Triple X, which I know isn't a stout or dark or anything, but um, we'll get you fucked up real fast. Oh, it sure did yeah. back in the day. <laughs> I got a good start about Molson Triple X. Well, I'll tell it later. But uh, essentially, from there, I, I don't. There wasn't a, a particular moment that I remember. Oh, th- you know what? It was you, probably, as I stared you fondly <laughs> at my Kniffy. Kniffy. So Adamantius had moved in with me because he was working uh, in a town that I lived, but he lived like 60 miles away. And he's like, yo, dude, you ever drink La Fin de Monde? And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I, I used to work in a beer store as a teenager. Like, taking I feel like that was the first beer Adam ever had. Just knowing Adam, <laughs> was just like, he just yeah, went, that he was, was, no, that was definitely the first was, one. He was raising the tea of uh, La Fin de Monde. Yeah, yeah. from Unibrew. <laughs> Those French Canadians. Um, so, yeah, I started drinking that. I'm like, wow, this is fantastic, you know? And then from there, it just skyrocketed, but it was, I got into the deep, dark forest of stouts not not long after that, when I realized, like, yeah, that's what I like. Other things like Pilsners and nutritional ales and lagers. Mm. It's just like heartburn and bloat city. Um, stouts is where I loved it. I don't like a lot of carbonation. Stouts typically don't have that. And as far as I'm concerned, a good stout will never have it. What this one does. What's that? Wait, what? I wasn't uh, paying attention. High carbonation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I would prefer all my beer just being nitrogenated. Yeah, I knew you were yeah. a big, big nitro boy. Yeah, agree. Yeah, my, my typical go-to is left-hand brewing nitro, which I, I think I had mentioned that. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think Josh had mentioned it uh, first first episode, take me. Yeah, when we got when into we our... doing our, our beer histories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember we talked about Anger Steam and, and then left-hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I could go into, I'd go into every story. I just don't want to take 20 minutes explaining, you know, the whole history. I mean, hey man, so, we, we did it. Oh, yeah. However much time you want so, to take. So pretty much, Adam moves in. We start drinking La Fendemon, And this guy, he comes home one day. He's like, yeah, they gave me a good deal at the beer store. And he bought, he bought a case of the bomber bottles of La Fendemon. Mm. And not that they're overly expensive, but I think, what, they're 12 bucks a bottle? Or so, ten bucks a bottle somewhere around there. Eight bucks, I think. Yeah, it was something like that. He comes home with not a case, but like a a twelve pack of the bottles, and it was just like, oh shit. And then, uh, yeah, from there, just started experimenting more. But it wasn't until Adam and I, uh, Adam came down. He he was helping me, and he fucking drove. And this is a story for another time, the actual story. But we went down. We did something called uh, Reptile Amphibian Day, the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences. Where I set up an exhibition with snakes and and uh, I think I think I just did snakes the first year. I don't really remember anymore. Yeah. But um, we went to a bar and, and, and pub called the Flying Saucer. It's a small chain. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's a very small chain. Yeah, but yeah. it is an exceptional chain. Um, if you ever have the chance, you're down in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
Definitely, definitely check it out. They have like 300 beers to choose from. Their food is great. It's it's awesome. It's it's good the atmosphere. Corn fritters, yeah. Over 100 beers on tap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing. It's an amazing place. Um, and it was like $5 pint night. And their $5 pint night was like any pint on tap from like a certain menu. It's like five bucks. It's like, hell yeah. So we found Left Hand Brewing Nitro Milk Stout. And we were both like, oh, that seems interesting. Sounds, so, yeah. So sounds we, good. we went into this being like, okay, $5 pint night. We're going to just try a new beer every time. And then we, I think the Nitro was the second beer we both ordered. Yeah. And then we each had like seven or eight more. That's all we drank. Yes. Yeah, we did not drink anything else. And then just, we, I think we had even more next. We got Hammer Smash Face. Like, <laughs> really, really, yeah. we, we were good. Except I woke up in the morning to a phone call from one of the volunteers at the museum saying, Oh, hey, just wonder where you guys are, uh, you know. Doors opened 30 minutes ago. <laughs> wow, what a great first impression, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, terrible. Like, we both sprang up like, oh, shit. And, you know, we, we brushed our teepers real quick, slapped on some clothes. It was like two blocks from the hotel, so we just ran down. Yeah, we just ran, and it was totally cool. Nobody cared. I brought, like, the biggest snake that, uh, that was in the museum for that year um, and possibly, like, any of the years. It was Samantha. You know, 15, 16 feet of at a time. And uh, so they were just, uh, we felt like superstars in a way. Because, I mean, we had a line. We we had a line that probably went how far? 60, 70 feet from our booth. Just for people to come and see the snakes and take pictures of them. It was similar to when we went with you. Because it was like nobody else really had animals like that. And then there was points in time to where there were lots of people just lined up. Like, holy shit, look at these huge ass snakes. Yeah. So it was actually that first trip down to North Carolina where I was introduced to Left Hand Nitro and I was like, I have to have this beer when I get home. So Adam and I go, we, we get back and the next weekend we go to the beer store and we're just like looking for it and they do carry Left Hand, but there was no Nitro. They had the regular milk stout and we're like, well, maybe this was it. So we bought it nah. and it was just not that great. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't that great. It was very carbonated. It was harsh to me at the time. Yeah, I didn't get that velvety smoothness. No, right. exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and it took a solid that year velvety. to get Nitro in. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I think it was close to a year before they started stocking Nitro. And um, yeah, from that point on, I mean, it just, it was a downward spiral. For sure. Uh, once Nitro was there, and then it was, I, I can't even think of like the beers that I feel like I put on the spot. I can get, get to make, you know, organize my thoughts <laughs> for it, but um. It's all right. From then after there, it's just like, you know, I started drinking a lot of Dogfish Head. Um, and they're like crazy things. They, they had a beer called Pangea for a time. Again, not a stout. And I, I just want to say, yes, I drink uh, mostly dark stuff, barley wine, stouts, you know, things of that nature. But I also enjoy um, double box and quads and things of that nature. Even a nice Belgian wheat. Ooh, wheat, wheat. Wheat. A wheat. They, they typically fill me up really quick though they're a little bloaty but um yeah so yeah dogfish head and southern tier started having stuff their blackwater series they came out with mocha and chocolate mm, oh yeah before like the blackwater series you know we all know it today right um shit man i can't even i'm trying to think of specific beer examples but i can't i just, I just started we were just literally going, buying things. This sounds good. 
And a lot of times it sucked. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It's, you know, it's always trial and error. But once yeah. once we got past that initial phase, that like first kind of like year, year and a half, really honing in what you like, what like adjunct flavors you like, mm-hmm. um, ABV. Like a lot of people want something sessionable. Nah, I want mm-hmm. something that's ten yeah. percent ABV minimum. You know what I mean? Um, because like somebody like me, somebody like pretty much all of us at the table, uh, excluding Sarah. <gasps> Yeah, she loves. She likes all that shit. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like somebody like us. I, I can. I don't want to drink a thirty rack. You know what I mean? Because for obvious reasons. But if I can get like a six pack or seven or eight or nine or ten pack, seven and a half pack. Yeah, seven and a half pack of something that is going to end up being like eight percent, nine percent, ten percent plus. I can get that buzz quicker without having to fill my tummy. I thought it was about facial hair. No. You, you, well, your mustache, you gotta trim it. I'm working on it. I know. Um, it's coming in nicely. Hair, you got some good <laughs> hair right here, too. In between the brows. It's for warmth. Winter's over, I'll get rid of it. Thank Fine. you. No. No. I agree. I agree with that sentiment, though. Like, I really, I don't like drinking a lot, although it is fun, but, you know, it's good to have something real delicious with high ABV that you exactly. really can truly enjoy and you don't, you don't feel like complete shit after it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, I'm on both ends of the spectrum too, man, because like I am not above my upbringing or my roots and I will go out and get a 30 rack of Jenny Cream Ale and just enjoy the shit out of it. I'll drink some Bush. I got no shame in that. Um, Twisted Teas. (laughs) Every time I come over, I look in your fridge, there's always a Twisted Tea. It's a great way to start your night if you plan on drinking for a while because it's just tasty, it's smooth. It, it, it's, it's like not it's not alcoholic compared to everything we drink. It's like a drink appetizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It kind of it puts you in the mood. Like, ooh, okay. Get a couple deuce cans. Get a little uh, get a little frisky, and then you're like, okay, now I'm ready to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Those types of beers are working beers. That's what I've always called them, just because you don't get buzzed. You're still drinking, having a good time, and you can get stuffed on a house. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, I guess. Then why wouldn't you just drink something else then? Like why if you if you don't really get a buzz then what's the point of drinking well, you it? Get a buzz, you, but it's not like if if you're not getting drunk if you're working and you're active and, right. and you're sweating it out like you're not feeling it as if you're just like standing around a party blame you get that you mom. get that little glow you get yeah that yeah you just you're like okay I'm working it doesn't feel as bad though okay because you know, it doesn't exactly. feel like working because you're you're drinking yeah it, it's a little, another way little to Jedi mind trick you play so on yourself you're still working on the weekend. But you have that added pleasure of something that you would do on the weekend while you're working. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Fair enough. No, it's a, it's a bit, but there is a fine line too with working beers because if you go too quick, like you'd be like, okay, well, let me just finish this last thing, and then we're gonna take some shots, and we're gonna, and then it's like, yeah, that project you were working on for the last hour and a half, yeah, it looks like that's getting pushed off to the next day <laughs> or the next weekend. Um. So there's a fine line. You definitely don't want to chug them back, but you know you, you can put down a two, three an hour, and you'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And then here I am today, <sighs> just drinking the best of the best, I guess. I mean, I don't go to breweries like Mister Buyer over here, or even Joshua now. Um, I was gonna say you're welcome. Yeah. Piggybacking yeah. off our hard <laughs> work. Oh, hey, you know what? <laughs> Hey, we do it willingly. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, get the fuck out of my that's, house. <laughs> I don't know. That's the cool. Oh, we're gonna record it, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you, man. 
Just fuck you. Uh, we're gonna have to start paying royalties. We keep quoting that. I know. Show. <laughs> it's such a good. Sh- it's a it's such a slippery show. little shit. <laughs> oh, sleepover. <laughs> Sleeping at you, pig. <laughs> oh, so before I forget, you reminded me of this really funny story I had regarding Molson Triple X. So, is that the beer with Vin Diesel in it? <laughs> yes, it is. And nice. later Ice Cube. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. So throughout like our early twenties, we would drink you know all these like trash beers. Classic. You know. Yeah, of you course, of course. I mean, oh, classic. We were all in our early twenties. You know how it goes. So then we started getting into like you know higher ABV shit. For some reason, we liked Molson Triple X. We would. You know, get the twelve um, pack bottle. Yeah, you know, and you get fucked yeah, up. Yeah, get fucked up off those. So I remember one day uh, we were gonna go to a party at my friend's place, and he's like, "Oh, damn, make, make sure you go pick up beer." I'm like, "Okay." So you don't want to ever task me with getting beer because I I will a either fuck it up or b I'll get something wildly inappropriate. And the reason it was inappropriate was. I found the fucking crowlers of Triple X. Yep, I used to get them. Yeah, Yeah. so we used to play this game, uh, and it goes by many names. You guys might know it. Um, Some some people call it corners. Some people call it peg pong. We call it drink ball. Okay. So, uh, quick rundown of the rules. Um, You have four cans. It's two teams of two, like uh, beer pong. But you stand on the opposite ends of the table and you take a ping pong ball and you wing it and you try to hit the other person's can in the corner. If it hits the can, it, you know, it's going to bounce wherever the fuck it goes. That person then has to chase the ball down, grab it, bring it back to the middle of the table and say stop. And if you, But if, you hit the, if you're the person who hits the can, you crack the beer open and you start chugging. And the goal is to obviously hit the can enough times to finish your beer. Yeah. It was my bright idea to do this with the fucking Molson Triple X Crowlers. Oh. Yeah, it was not pretty. Like, and th- th- I feel like this game is the only real drinking game where the winners drink the most. Huh. And so. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah, interesting. You, you, in beer pong, if you're running the table, you're barely drinking. Yep. This is the only game I know where the winners drink the most. So, we were all like. Getting pretty shitty by this point. I think me and my buddy Chris probably won three or four games in a row. So we're shitty. My friend Bob is shitty. Uh, he's on the other team. So we're like we're at, we're at the very end of the game. I have like a sip left in my uh, my crowler. So I zing the ball. I I hit his can. He has to like go run and down the fucking hallway to to find the ping pong ball. He he knows I'm just about to finish my crowler. He comes running in. He runs and jumps on the table and slams it down. And just the table just like collapses in the middle. I have a picture of him, like like Chris Chris Farley style, like just just this like that blob guy, like like slammed down like in the middle of the table. Like he just he he got it, but he just like he's like you know what? This is where I live now. He's like I'm just defeated. Fuck it. He's like. He just collapsed the entire table. His hands in the middle. He's like, he did his job, but he's like, I know I still fucking lost, but I, I did what I was supposed to do. And it's like the best picture ever. I love it. Well, now, Amazing. Have, we have explained to you the rules to King Cobra, right? No. Because King Cobra is also the most brutal game that punishes you for winning. 
It punishes you for playing. It punishes you for playing, but if you win the game, because everybody else drops out, if you're at the end of this game... You're a legend. You're a legend. There's only, <laughs> what, four people that have beat it in the last nine years? I mean, it was. it's only truly been beaten twice, right? It was me, you, Jizzer G, Chris, Jizzer G, Lee. Yep. And then the second time... <laughs> uh, we can explain the names Jesus too. It's like, wow. Jizzergy, Chris. Yep, there's a, there's Clitoris, a Chris. Then it was that kid that you went to college with. Ethan. Ethan, yep. you. I came back and nice. completed the second half. Oh, that's, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, oh my God. So, King Cobra. All right. So, going back. You watch out. This is all really part of uh, my history. But, you know, when Adam wrapped in. So. Adam was a drinker, and I was a drinker as well. And we started living together, and it's like, well, you know, drinking normal beers, we're just like, shit, like, we're not getting drunk just standing around drinking these regular, like, 5% beers, so we're just like, well, let's make a drinking game. We were playing, like, up the river, down the river, shit like that. It's like, well, let's make our own. Let's make something else. So we were, uh, we are, like, you know, Magic the Gathering players, you know, fans of that, and so we have a D20 die. We're like, okay, so we'll roll the die. What do we want? So essentially what King Cobra is, is you have a 20-sided die, and you roll it, and for every number, there's a rule or a penalty or a little minigame, whatever the hell it is. And it, it, it's it's kind of like a, a bastardized chimera of, like, a few different drinking games because, like, there's some King's stuff in there. And what, like, yeah. five is for the guy, six is for the chicks. Uh-huh. Shit like that. There's a instead of the king cup, there's the venom jar, and and it was the same kind of thing. Like if you rolled this one number, everybody had to pour a little of their drink into the venom jar and yeah. pour it to win. If you get, uh, well, the the win condition. Was did easy. you come up with that, Dan? The venom jar. Well, Adam and I did. Yeah. No, no yeah, way. We, we came up with this. No way. Yeah. Oh, something reptile related with me. Who would have yeah. known? Who the fuck it? So, uh, yeah, you just have to roll each rule once. To win the game. To win the game. So, so 20 rules or, you know, little things to do. Uh, very simple. But here's the thing. You. It's a non-sequential die. So you're not just going to roll every different well, rule throughout the uh, whole scheme of this. You're going to roll duplicate numbers. So you have to keep tally. So we had a nice dry erase board we eventually got for the, the game because we got really serious into it. And when you rolled a number three times... The penalty doubled. So if you had to drink for two seconds, now you have to drink for four. Um, if you rolled a number six times, from then on, no good, terrible. it would now be so bad. triple penalty. So obviously if you drink for two seconds, now you drink for six. So the game gets harder the longer you, you play it. It just gets absolutely ridiculous. Just keeping track. And keeping track part's easy. It's just how much you have to drink. Um, and it's tough. Like so many times, we've been so close. You just have to roll like one number or two numbers, and the game is won. But we have like fucking nine tallies for like multiple numbers. It's like, oh my god, this is this is crazy. So essentially, any time you roll a number that's not the number you need, you're like chugging a beer. Yeah, it, it gets it, it gets really rough. But it it was just like such a hard game to complete. And when we finally beat it, I, I don't even know how long it took us initially. I think. We beat it probably about a year or so after its inception. Yeah. A fucking year. After multiple Damn. wars. And you would think that well, the more like, people you had, the better chances you had. Yeah, ten but people it, playing it, at, a, at a time, you know? like First time we beat it was four people. <laughs> yeah, four people. 
Um, and so to explain the Jizzer G, uh, surname? Pre-name? Surname? I don't fucking know. The, the name that comes before so you get regular name. The Jizzer G surname. Yeah, let's just, I'm just going to call it surname. It's That's probably funny. wrong, but I don't care. That sounds right. Um, I think, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> so uh, at the time, we made up this like weird fake club called Jizzer G's. And the concept of the club was really nothing. I think it was just drunk banter one night. No, we wanted we wanted to open a bar called Jizzer G's. Well, we did want to open a bar called Jizzer G's. And it's just like a gator. I got a t-shirt made up of it. And it's a gator like crushing a, a beer cup, like a red solo cup with beer coming out of it. And it's just for like ultimate drinkers. So if you were in our group of friends and you played King Cobra and you were in the winning team of beating King Cobra, you got the title of Jizzer G. You're a true Jizzer G. <laughs> oh, and Jizzer G is, is pretty much... Oh, so the, the concept of Jizzer G... <laughs> I, I know, I almost forgot too. I had near this is like 10 years It's like Inception. There's just a yeah. story within a story so within a layers. story. Oh my God, guys. Yeah, I can do this whole podcast Leonardo Di- this. Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> in there somewhere. He is. Yeah. Inception. Good. So um, Jizzer G, we came up with this idea that if you're ever attacked by an, a gator... There's only one way to really defend yourself. Like, yeah, you can run in zigzags, look like an idiot. It's no guarantee, you know, whatever. You just got to be able to whip. I mean, it really only works for dudes. But you got to be able to whip your dick out and come on command. Like, instantly. And you have to... Flaccid or not. You you got to (laughs) ejaculate on the alligator. And gators hate jizz. They absolutely hate jizz. Scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. Rattlesnakes love margarine. Alligators hate jizz. And so... You get jizz on or anywhere near that gator, instant, it just shuts it right off, goes back into the water or wherever uh, it came from. So we came up with this name called Jizzer G's. What do you think? Kids, don't try that at home, by the way. Yeah, and and, uh, for the record, I have never jizzed on my gator or any other gators. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we just have... I I almost thought this was like a big roundabout story about you trying to justify jizzing on your gator. No. (laughs) No. Gators, my gator's like my son. Would you jizz on your son? To save his I would, life? I, I would use jizz to make my son. Or to save your own life. On my son. Exactly. I mean, you know, your son's made. You're not going to be jizz. Jizz is your son? Yeah, your son is your yeah, jizz. I don't, mm. I don't condone Kinda. your son as a cum rag, you know? <laughs> hey, Billy, get over here. <laughs> Go fucking eat your mom out. I gave her a cream pie. Okay, daddy. <laughs> you know? Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Things Ayo. are taking a dark turn. You guys, you guys made the decision to have it. It's okay. <laughs> it's good. I, lo- I love it. A dark comedy. A I love it. There's comic books. There's oh, dude, I yeah, I used to make comic books about uh, Adam and I's misadventures as Mister G's. <laughs> and he'd slip, he'd slip them underneath my door every morning because he went to work. That's so why I'd wake up. We'd get up. We'd, we'd stay up and we'd like blaze in, in my uh, Passat at the time. Yeah. And then uh, I'd be like, yeah, I gotta go to bed. And he'd stay there just illustrating a two-page For like another book. hour or two by myself. We have them still. Oh, yeah. And he'd slip it under my door before he left for work. And I'd wake up. So, like, I'm on the throne room just reading these comics every night. Yeah, volume seven of Jizzer G's in outer space. I think we... No, I think I got up to episode five. Yeah. Well, well happened, it was part Because I had a nightmare. And me and Dan were trekking through this jungle... And this giant crocodilian, I mean like monstrous sized, stories tall, and it had this huge fucking mouth. But the weirdest part about the dream was, I wasn't scared about the crocodile, 
but it opened its mouth, and then the top, like, there's no hinges in the tip crocodile's mouth. But they just started going like this. <laughs> and I fucking woke up screaming so loud because it was so freaking. What, what, what was the noise it made? I can't remember the oh, noise. So, oh, I remember this because I laughed so fucking hard when he told me this. So... He said it was like a giant crocodilian, but it had like the stegosaurus plates on it. Right. Yep. It and, and it would open its mouth. It would like... Yeah, it would like... It would have the hinges. So like instead of a mouth opening and closing, as you would imagine on like a gator, um, imagine the mouth being open and then Your halfway wrists, down yeah. the lower and upper jaw, they had hinges and they would just fold in really fast, like flaps, like on a pinball yeah. machine. All right, all right. And it's just like, <laughs> that was the noise. Dude, it scared the shit out of me. But like, I totally get it. Something so silly and ridiculous, but it's like a super nightmare, like wake up screaming. Um, so yeah, I did uh, an episode. The last thing I ever did was uh, him and I trekking through the jungle in Brazil. And uh, yeah, we were looking for it. It was called the platypus. Yeah. Because right. that's what you said. It was like in your dream, you kept calling it the platypus. Right. So we were looking for the elusive South American platypus, and as you know, platypi only exist in Australia, so I'm just throwing it out there. Common knowledge. Common knowledge. Monotremes only exist in Australia. Um, <laughs> so, you yeah, know, I'm dropping it off, and it's just like, oh man, so we get tripped up by this platypus, and it's like, oh, what the hell do we do? And like, Adam falls over a log. And he's like, dude, do it. And I like jump up in the air, like Dragon Ball Z style. And, you know, I illustrate like the dick in the hand, everything. And I just jizz all over this thing's face and just leave this like little like bird dropping splat on its face. And it does nothing. It doesn't deter it. And we're just like, oh shit, what's going to happen? And it was like a whole to be continued. And I never finished. And I still. Oh, pun intended there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still have every intention to continue the series. It's just. It's like <laughs> when it's time to pass out, it's time to pass out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I typically don't have like two hours worth of energy and creativity after a night of drinking to stay up and illustrate more things. Man, I'm intrigued by this Jizzer G saga. Oh, Jizzer G's. Oh man, we were on. Find him. How, how am I just hearing about this now? This Dude, is like it's like an ongoing thing for for years and years. Yeah. It it was it, it had a solid like two year run where it was like in the in the spotlight. So I have to, I'm pulling up my Facebook now because oh boy. I actually have not not that anyone will be able to see this, but I actually have a nice picture of the stupid fucking uh, I think I might have made a profile picture at one point too of the T-shirt I had made. I'm gonna have my friend Ryan, who's a professional illustrator. Like draw his interpretation of oh yeah okay yeah yeah I've yeah, seen, you've that. seen it yeah you've seen it too I think Jazz right oh yeah definitely yes. <laughs> yep Jizz or G's I, I guess I always saw that as like your thumbnail I never really zoomed in on to to see what it actually said but now now things are coming together oh yeah yeah for a, for a while but the thing is like we talked about it so much and like we had a pretty uh, big outreach as far as friend group goes I mean obviously you guys know that I'm I'm mayor. Mayor Saugerties, right there, Joshua. Oh yeah, you can't go anywhere without running into someone that you know yeah, and end up in like Saugerties. a. We went to North Carolina and I saw people. <laughs> Dude, that's what I said. Approach us at a friggin' restaurant. That's what I said to Chili. I, I was talking to him today when you came in. I'm like, look at this asshole. Like he can't go anywhere without running into someone he knows and like ending ending up in an hour long conversation. We went to North Carolina. We went to a different fucking state. And we were there, and someone like ran into us, and you're like, "Oh, what's up, dude?" Yeah, it's like, of course. 
And then my buddy Andre, he lives down there near Raleigh and uh, Zebulon. Uh, he came and hung out too. That's his birth name? No, but it's Zebulon? Yeah, it's a town. Oh. It's called Zebulon. Oh, oh, I thought you said your friend Zebulon. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. My, my friend Dre. Uh, was fucking, yeah. I, I, I know people all over the country, but. Um, yeah, but so just like run into them randomly on the street? Well, Andre, yeah. I did not, but the, uh, my other buddy, yeah. He was just like, Dan Lebel? <laughs> and like we all turned because like we're all kind of like, what? What? Yeah, but uh, the Jizzer G thing was uh, long running because we talked about it constantly, and like all the girls that were around were just like, "Ew, jizz." Ew, jizz. Uh, you know, and it got to the point like we didn't even tell people what it meant. It's just like, "Yo, you want to be a Jizzer G?" And everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I want to be a Jizzer G." It's like, "All right, we got to beat this game called King Cobra." I'm like, yeah. "Ooh, what's King Cobra?" It's like, "Well, it's a game me and Adam made up. Think you can handle it?" I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "All right, let's go buy two thirty racks." For like five Maybe people. Maybe that'll last. Yeah. You, you know what I'm kind of upset about is I can't believe this game called King Cobra doesn't involve drinking King Cobra. It, 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 start, okay, it, it did start with King Cobra. It did That's start what with I, I was... Okay, okay, started with it. Yeah, I was thinking the King same Cobra thing. Game. I was just right, like, I wonder... I'm not the only weird yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I was on such a King Cobra kick that, uh, <laughs> you know, Kim, my girlfriend, uh, we went down to North, uh, to Topsail Island with her family um, like a year or two into dating and King Cobra was like still the hot thing and I didn't realize they made 40 ounces of King Cobra but I, I never I, seen I thought it was art. only 40 ounces no you've seen those pint cans okay I, I, I've only seen it in 40s but see I never have and I got so pumped so I bought a, a few 40s of it <laughs> and like I was getting all squirrely we just got down we had a like private beach house it was awesome but it was a little choppy at sea that day and it was the sun was going down and uh, you know long story short I uh Actually, no, fuck it. I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't you dare say long story short and then tell a long-ass story. <laughs> well, you long story died. longer, anyway. Essentially, we, when we go on vacation with Kim's family, it's just a shit show. We get hammered. I mean, full-on ham sandwich, blackout zombie mode every night for, like, a week straight. And it's awesome. Yeah, if you're drinking water... And fall out of boats. Like, what? Yeah, you pretty much got a hair of the dog for, like, your entirety of... Like, your entire existence while down there. But we got down there, we took some shots real quick, started feeling frisky. I started slamming, <clears throat> excuse me, I started slamming through uh, my 40 of King Cobra, and I'm like, I want to go in the ocean. And Kim's like, Guess who's not going in the ocean? And I'm <laughs> like, time, right? Well, it, it was dusk, and it was cloudy because it was kind of stormy. Yeah. And Kim's like, No, you ain't. And I'm like, Yeah, I'll, I'll see it, I'll see it on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so I just uh, and Kim's like screaming like stop I'm just like I'm wearing a bathing suit got a shirt on like it's no big deal I'm sure and yeah I'm that walking, wasn't her concern I'm walking out into the fucking Atlantic holding this 40 ounce of King Cobra it's about half full still and I'm just like kind of standing there just like boom so I'm getting out closer to breakers and to the point where they're kind of breaking on your chest so I just put the 40 up in the air save the 40 in between breakers I'm like pounding down some King Cobra right no harm no foul so like she's yelling back at shore and uh, her mom comes out, because now her mom's concerned. And they're yelling, like, come back in, come back in. And I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm like, Stop. And then a fucking, you know, those sleeper breaker waves? That, like, yeah, regular size, regular size, regular size. And all of a sudden, this one's, like, eight feet higher than all the other breaker waves. I turn around and just, <laughs> it blindsided me so, just, like, a ton of bricks just slammed me in the face. And before I knew it, I'm... <laughs> underwater and all i'm doing is just holding my 40 
up in the air above the water the whole time, like save the beer, save the beer. And then I started realizing, like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to like paddle up my other arm and kicking with my feet and like getting ready to take that breath. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm still very far underwater. And then the undertow started Uh-oh. kicking in, so I couldn't get a footing on the ocean floor, and it's all sandy, you know. Um, ocean floor, like way out at sea, but uh, <laughs> I couldn't get a footing. And then there was that moment in my brain, that very analytic, like instinctive moment that goes, you actually have to try, you might drown. And I was like, oh, okay. I got my bearings together. I got above. And I'm looking out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a hundred plus feet out from the fucking beach. I can Damn. barely see Kim. There's almost, I mean, the water's black at this point. Yeah. Like that's how little sunlight there's left. And I'm just like, okay, let me go in. So I finally, I'm at waist level height. And I go to, I'm just like, I kept my 40 above this whole time. Like, you know, take a big swig. Nope. All fucking seawater. All seawater. And I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I managed to keep that above. Like, dude, I was like, eight, like no, it's nine been, feet it, under the water. Yeah, it's been filling up the entire time. Yeah, yeah I was That's, just, I was already buzzing pretty, pretty, I, I might say I might have been drunk. But I got back. Both Kim and her mom are fucking crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my ass chewed out. And I'm just like, what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I almost die all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I deal with rattlesnakes every day. Like, yeah. the ocean, no biggie. You know? I cheat death on the reg. Yeah, exactly. Come on. I, w- so, I was yeah. thinking that was going to end with you saying, like, and the beer was fine, but, like, all good stories, it ended with failure. Mm. <laughs> it had to for this one, but it was, it yeah, was a great yeah. story. It was a great story. Man, it was, yeah. God, what a time. What a time to be alive. So what are we What are we drinking right yeah, now? Yeah, I was going to say, Josh, what do we, what do we got here? Oh, it's funny you should ask. We got the uh, vanilla from the Bomb series from Prairie. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little eleven point eight percent. Gotta say though, not really seeing the vanilla in it. I, no. I taste it. A yeah, bit. N- not hardcore. It's it actually it's a very light body beer bottle mm. compared to the other bombs that I've had. Yeah, I taste it, but it's not overly flavorful, and the mouthfeel kind of sucks. A little bit. It's not a. It's, it's not their best bomb. It's not as syrupy. Yeah, that full body velvety coat. Well, so good though. Oh yeah, it's not bad, but I definitely I wouldn't get it again, personally. A buddy of mine just got a bunch of those uh, those Prairie Dog bottles I was telling you about, the one that we had the other week. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he he just got like six different variants of ones that Jesus. I have not had yet. I'm like, you motherfucker. Son and, of a and bitch. And he hasn't been coming to Hudson Valley, so he is not sharing them with me, and I'm very upset. What a what a scumbo, dude. Yeah, scumbo. It's like scumbo. scum gumbo. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's you like, ever had it? Oh, uh, I've been spending way too much money at breweries, so I'm I'm gonna not not come to them for a while. I'm like, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's he's a hoarder. He just has like this extensive collection that he can just like trade willy nilly. So he doesn't really need to come to any anymore. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, he, but he was like maxing out on on cases at every release. That's fucking wild. Well, I think you showed me some pictures that he used to do. On the word vanilla. Uh, yeah. Did Chris pick up cases mean? of shit too? No, not Chris. Uh, they, they wrote Chris would rarely come to the, uh, the releases. Put the beer but, on it. Yeah, he wouldn't really buy that much, uh, okay. Chris. He would only buy a couple four-packs. But no, I, I definitely have a lot of friends who max out on allotment. So that's that's two that's cases we of beer. So that's like. 240 bucks. 
That's Plus, good. you know, there's bottles. That's another 40 bucks. Plus, there's unique glassware. That's 20 bucks. Classic. Yeah. Gotta get the glassware, though. Yeah. You have to get yeah. the glassware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, glassware mm-hmm. is fun. Yeah. It's nice to be able to drink uh, a beer that you get from somewhere in the... Proper as, glassware. Proper glassware. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you do it, and you take the picture for the gram, then you're like, oh, now I have this glass I'll probably never fucking use again. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. They, 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 good decoration. Actually, uh, my younger sibling, Jen, was out in Portland, Oregon, and uh, they have, uh, shit, I don't even know how many pints and Pilsner glasses and tulip glasses. Literally, like, they have, um, the hell's the name for it? Like, the, like a china cabinet mm. kind of thing. Filled. The whole cabinet underneath it filled, and then like the regular Jesus. glass glass drinking cabinet, it's just all pints. But I think the uh, go, the uh, not the consistency, but the uh, saturation of breweries out there uh, seems a little higher, at least in years past, than it is here in New York. Mm-hmm. Like li- literally, like in, in Portland, you walk down the street, you're at Rogue. You walk down. The other, you know, two more blocks, you're at base camp. You know, you go down another way, you're at another thing. Keep going that way. Oh, a second rogue. <laughs> I will say, the second rogue we went to, awesome joint. It was like being in somebody's backyard. It was fucking killer. I feel like that's a thing, like Midwest, West area, because in Colorado, there was just so you, many. You know, two-thirds of the country, mid, yeah. mid, Midwest to, to West. Yeah. You know, same thing. I feel same like thing, I though. feel like out there, there's like way more breweries, because when we lived in Colorado, there's just so many of them, and I think it's because of like the liquor license, and it's just a lot easier to open up a brewery. It's a lot cheaper to do that, like as far as all the like I the like the licensing goes and stuff like yeah, that. I, I think for like zoning, like they try to like stick everything together. So when I went to Seattle the first time I went, they had a bunch of uh, breweries and distilleries. They were all on, like the same road. And then yeah. the second time I went, um, yeah, there was just like a dozen awesome little craft breweries, all within like oh, like a six block radius. You could just like walk to all of them. It was great. Or you could take like a little. Uh, what, what do you call it? It's like a, one of those, um, it's like a bicycle, but it's got like a, like an eight person, like cart oh, thing on the back. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, yeah we I almost want to say rickshaw. Right? I know that's wrong. I think that's, a it's like a, it's like a mobile bar, but like you're pedaling and like one person is yeah, steering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they just ferry you around yeah, to what, the different ones. Whatever the fuck that's huh. called. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a super cool scene. It's like all these breweries are really good and they're all, like, if you just Google breweries in Ballard, which Ballard is like the, it's kind of like the Brooklyn of Seattle. So, okay. you know, like a little little borough, like outside the main city. And, yeah, they're just like, bing, bang, boom, like all right next to each other. It's it's a fun little area to drink yeah. in. What was there, like five or six within, like? Well, just in Boulder. <laughs> yeah, in Boulder, there was like a bunch of them within a 10, 15-minute radius. Mm. Actually, um, today, somebody at the growler station was, I, I was filling up a growler for them and they were talking and I heard them say the word Twisted Pine, which was a brewery that was right down the road from us. And I was like, I was like, oh, you went to Twisted Pine? He's like, yeah, I, I like helped start the brewery. I did like the whole kitchen side of it. And, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like we, we used to go there all the time, more specifically because their food was really oh, good. Oh, their sandwiches hmm. and their home, the chips they made in house. Yeah, yeah. Their their beer was good. It wasn't anything crazy, but mm-hmm. yeah, their food was where it was at. Mm. But it was just funny because it was just some dude and his dad 
there just talking, and I overheard them say Twisted Pine. I was like, we used to go there all the time. Nice. Yeah. So is, is it time for another beer? Well, I'd like to say something about this one. Say go ahead. Is... Say it closer to me, oh, baby. Sorry. If I'm being quiet. Come on, sweetheart. My hearing is so well. Um, so obviously when you brew something with vanilla, but like when you this particular beer says aged on vanilla, what's the process behind that? Do you know? Most likely it was aged on vanilla beans. Yeah. Or just I, the beans? or Yeah, I think... I don't know. Right. But... Yeah, well, it's, it, we usually say like condition on vanilla, which I think is just like when the beer's done, it just like sits on vanilla and just absorbs it. And then after however long they, they decide that, you know, whenever it absorbs enough and gets that flavor profile they're looking for, then they'll bottle it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I see a lot of places say like condition on vanilla beans or conditioned on such and such. So like that's... Yeah, there's a lot of those words that like are the same thing, but there's a bunch of different words for them. Right. And every brewery kind of chooses which one they want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's like conditioned just, on or finished on or yeah, yeah, aged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A friend of mine just posted um, a graph of the price of vanilla beans, and it's fucking astronomical right now. Is it? It's it should like. All throughout like the nineties and two thousands, it was like, you know, like pretty low. Nobody gave a shit about no, it. Well, nobody gave a shit, and then all of a sudden, like, craft beer. No, no, no. Actually, it was like Nestle was like, oh, we're gonna use real vanilla instead of fake vanilla now, and then it was like, I don't know, another chocolate company decided. I was like, oh, now we're gonna use real vanilla too. So that just like drove the the market like hmm. fucking gangbusters. Now it's like, I also I also wonder because vanilla. Where is vanilla grown and harvested? Oh, that was another thing. Because that, it's probably like somewhere like, Southeast Asia or uh, South Ma- Madagascar. Madagascar, uh, one yeah. spot. I, I know there's multiple. But that was the thing, too. It was like one of the biggest uh, vanilla um, farms was hit by a, uh, a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And it wiped out a lot of the supplies. Classic. That's an instant yeah. classic right there. Mm-hmm. Back then or now? More recent? Um, within the last 10 years, if not five yeah, it's pretty recent. So the top three... I just looked it up. The uh, top three things I see is Mexico, Indonesia, and Madagascar. Okay. Sounds about right. Yep. So they are the world's largest producers of vanilla beans. According to Google. I guess they're going to just have to start using fake vanilla from the anal glands of beavers. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like that? I mean... I mean, let's be real. Come on. I mean, come on. Come on. We'll say this pineapple and peach. Yeah, we 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 didn't oh, talk about this. No, and we didn't. Let me. Yeah, yeah, we sneaky uh, kind of slid that one in there. You 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 want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because it was fucking really, really goddamn good. It was. Ugh. Their shit makes me mad. It really does. It's so good. I don't get it. Pineapple and peach, eight percent. It tastes. It didn't even taste like there was any alcohol in it. Right. Yeah. It's like. Fucking tiki bar juice or something. Uh, For man. those of you wondering, it's uh, Florida plates from other half in Jay Wakefield. Uh, this beer was like kind of polarizing. I remember when they, so they, they've done Florida plates one and two, and then this is a re-release of one. And it's one of the few beers I've seen people say, this is the best beer other half's ever done. And then other people are like, it's the worst beer other half's ever done. 
So it's it's very odd to see like such polarization yeah. for, for a beer like this. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the best one I've ever had from them, but no, no. it's really, really good though. It was like it was like a fucking fruity pillow. Yep. No, it's, it's definitely tasty. Um, definitely loaded up with, with fucking lactose on mm. this one. I don't think it says it on there, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's super sweet. Yeah. Like, not in a bad way. Not yeah, overly yeah. sweet. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a fucking Florida beach zipper. Yeah. I'm I, not I, mad about it. I really liked it. I dig it. Daniel, would you like to at least uh, try a little bit? Oh, I'm allowed to have the, the lighter colored beers? You already did. Well, I mean, usually you, you poo-poo them away. Yeah, you, you just, oh, them. it's cheese. I, I think Josh, Josh was going to test. I have been testing the waters. Yep. I, 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 in true trisexual form, I have been trying everything essentially handed to me. Um, I mean, still always stouts over anything else. But you gave me some what? The, the, the double, double marshmallow? Double toasted marshmallow from Decadent on tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say... I would, it's tough to say if I'd go out of my way to buy it, but I would drink it again. And mm. I could enjoy it. And was it 9.8% 9.8, yep. You'd have no idea. But for the first time ever, I actually tasted, like, the marshmallow flavoring mm-hmm. at it. And it was, it was delicious. The, the end of it was delicious. There was no, no pininess, nothing like that. Yeah. West Coast IPA garbage. Um, <laughs> it was just, like, it was smooth. It wasn't over... It was a good combination of uh, cheesy sweetness. Gotcha. You want to hear it? Had some cheese, and it had that nice marshmallow sweetness. You want to hear something funny? I tasted that out to somebody today, and they drank it, and they're like, "Oh no, it's too bitter." It absolutely. I told them they were. I looked at them in their fucking pupils, and I was like, "No, you're wrong." Well, they, they probably soak pennies in water and drink it every morning. So. I, I just couldn't see it. I'm like, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, you have something in your head that doesn't work right because no, there's no way. Like, I hate bitterness, especially in IPAs. I I like bitterness. I know I'm probably the only one. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's I'm going to start bringing in Victory Dirt Wolf, which is like the sure. most bitter goddamn beer I've ever had. <laughs> I love it. I don't give a shit. That's fine. It's like, just the aftertaste. It's bitter, right? No, the whole thing is oh, bitter okay. all throughout, so, and it tastes like garbage. I don't care. So no, no, it, it tastes good. I like it. I like bitterness. It can be bitter, but it has to have good flavor with it. There is a, some some degree of bitterness that I do enjoy, but it has to have good flavor to it. It's got to have something other than the bitterness. Yeah, no, this beer is just straight pine yeah. needles, and I don't care. I like uh, it anyway. Kind of bullshit. Way, way pinier than that. Ugh, like I ten times pinier than that. that. I don't want Suck to. it on the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me let me suck this pine tree's dick real quick. Yep. Yeah. A lot yeah, of people I'm, ask. I'm for definitely that. gonna bring that one in so you guys will appreciate the oh God. Can we get like can we can we uh GoPro or like record the yeah. faces just for that one? Yeah. We're gonna do like oh. we're gonna do our version of hot ones, but we're gonna call it with bitter we're gonna call ones. it piney ones or something. Oh. <laughs> I would I would definitely do it just for the sake of this because I think one of the, we we actually used to do this kinda and our best episode was when we we reviewed Browns something dirt water. Oh my god! Like, yeah, it was like dirty beach ball. Yeah, water. it was oh like to- it was like straight <laughs> toilet water. Like someone soaked a shitty oily rag in fucking toilet water, wrung it out, and then put it in a glass. And then like, did dishes in it, and then put it in a glass. Yeah, it was weird. It wasn't good. I still have that too. Yeah, on my, on my Zoom. Yeah. Nice. Hey, I think we talked about this. 
Did we talk about the worst beards we've ever had? I feel like we did that. Ooh, did we? Beards. I don't think so, but... I don't remember. Anyway, so that just reminded me. Worst beer I've ever had. And this from a brewery that, that makes a lot of really good stuff. It's from Omnipolo. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that they always make something weird. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it, it's, it's a miss. But this one was straight trash. It was called ML Bosque. And if you look up on Untapped, it's like a red ale or something. Mm. But it tasted like it was brewed with like dirt and ash. It was the fucking grossest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Did it taste smoked? Almost. It didn't taste smoked. It was just like... Speaking of smoke. It was just like... Uh, I don't want to say there was sediment in it, but it was just like... Just this fucking disgusting taste. Like I, I'm having like weird flashbacks right now. Just thinking about it, it was like, and I, I refuse. Okay, so a thing that a lot of people Bro. do is that people don't like a beer, they'll drain pour it, which, oh, which I think hurts. is the dumbest fucking douchiest thing ever. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you don't like a beer, that's fine. You know what? You still pay money for it. Suck it the fuck up and drink yeah, it. Yeah, Stop being a bitch. Yeah, don't waste it. Wow. Yeah, no, I have strong feelings about this. I don't yes. believe in that shit at all. Nope. But, oh, yeah, man. so I drank this fucking beer, and it was the grossest thing. Not even beer. It was the grossest liquid I've ever, like, ever drank. It was absolutely sickening. I still drank that whole fucking bottle. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Somebody yeah. did that with yeah. Bourbon County yeah. Stout at the tap station, like, a couple months ago, and I part of my soul died. I was like... And you, and you, <gasps> and you kicked them out? I would have told them to leave. Sorry, sir. It's 2 p.m. Yeah, go, go to your local townie bar and drink Bud Light, you fucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you told him. Yeah. Real quick, I want to get in. About get in there, baby. This last beer we're, we're drinking. Um, I had the pleasure and displeasure of living in Georgia for about a year. So dis- displeasure? And um, Yeah, mainly. So are the but peaches bringing back memories? The peaches are bringing back memories. Um we're used to the fresh apple cider up here, but down there they have fresh peach cider. And mm. the initial taste on this is exactly like that. Really? It follows up with the pineapple for me, and it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Peach cider is really sweet, but the initial hit is just like that. You take a little sippy sip yet, Daniel? I did take a sippy sip, and I'll take a second one if you would like mine. I would like your professional opinion. Yeah, what kind of cheese you get in that one? There's no cheese. Mm. Are we getting like it? Well, there's no cheese. No. There, I mean, if I gouda, there's there's a very subtle cheese at the end. See, it's it's not really. It doesn't stand out enough to really give me like the ooh, that's cheesy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chester Cheeto. That, that, like, that's the name of this episode. Ooh, that's cheesy. Ooh, that's cheesy. <laughs> that's copyrighted. That's copyrighted. By the way, that's going on our T-shirts. So is your King Cobra game, by the way. Yes, it's also copyrighted. Oh yeah, that's very much so copyrighted. Yeah, maybe, maybe my friend's advice was like actually sound. Maybe we should be starting copywriting shit. Ooh, that's cheesy. I knew. Ooh, um, it, it's not. It's definitely not bad. Again, I'm not an IPA guy. Hold on. Ooh, that's cheesy. Yes. I, I do. That's cheesy, oh. brother. Oh, baby. Oh. I love when you talk cheese mm, to me. Get me rock hard thinking about that cheese. Oh. <laughs> holes in it. I didn't think the holes get there. I, I, I fucked them there. Oh, baby. More Reese. 
Um, it, it's not bad. Um, again, really, really subtle on the cheese. It's, it's it kind of tastes like a. If you were to take like you know how you can get the dole like pre-packaged like pineapple chunks, orange chunks, and it's in the water, it kind of tastes like that, but with peaches. And I don't like peaches, so it's like not. It, my wiener stays flaccid. Really, let's put it that way. I I wouldn't uh, if somebody if you poured me a pint, I'd drink it, but. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going. You, you didn't even get up to like like 4 p.m. a little bit. No. What? <laughs> you don't get a little like a Come like on. a sack. Oh, like is that lift? a new rating system? So it's yeah. You, you know, you go from six to midnight. That yeah. means getting the boner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, know, you get up to four o'clock, dude. This ship's not even leaving port. All right. Fair enough. But uh, you know, again, not terrible. But I'm not an IPA guy. Yeah. I will say, you know, obviously, I'll gladly finish it so, with no qualms <laughs> to that. But um, yeah. Yeah, I guess be happy I, I didn't bring my uh, peach silhouette from Hudson Valley because yeah. th- that beer is like, you ever have peach gummy rings? Yeah. It's like that in liquid form. That sounds amazing. It, it fucking is. It fucking, dude, all right, well. Dude, all right. Dude, fuck Next it. week, I'll, I'll order it tonight. Mm-hmm. The fir- When I quit smoking and started vaping, peach jelly rings was the first flavor I had. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. It wasn't bad. And we can pair it with that. If they ever make the beer again... Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> Wishful thinking, Adam. Yeah, it's, it's probably been like a year since they've done it. Oh, so. I thought you said you had one. No, oh, no. I, I, I wish I did. I, I drank my last one, I don't know, a couple months ago. They got the strawberry silhouette right now, right? Yeah, I think they still have it on tap. Oh, strawberry. I saw, I, yeah. I saw that they had... Yeah, that one is fucking good. They got crawlers of it. I saw. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if they have some tomorrow, I'll, I might pick it up. Yeah, because they did not announce cans of that. It was never on the Instagram. They were just like, you show up. It's like, oh, we had this. Actually, it was on their uh, beer menus page. Yeah. And like, like somebody um, brought it up on, uh, on like one of the trade pages. Like, oh, by the way, by the way, we have a strawberry silhouette. Oh, we're losing him. Oh, no. Christ. Someone's oh no! A fucking giggle fit. Over Dan's here. turning fucking purple. Adam and I were having a secret conversation. It's okay. It wasn't very secret in the microphone. Oh well, good. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's <laughs> all right. I'm just making sure you weren't going to die over there. No, oh no, I'm not going to stroke out. <laughs> that was level one. That was level one. It was it was fantastic. I was having even just a level one. Hell, hold on. Level three is when he passes out. Danke. Uh I've had yeah. A level three where, like, so uh, I used to wear glasses, and I, me and my friends were camping one time, and just something so fucking funny happened. I just remember, like, doubling over laughing, and everyone just said, like, my glasses were, like, pulled up with tears. Because <laughs> I just, like, it's one of those things where you're laughing so hard, you almost, yeah, can't breathe. Like, no yeah. noise is coming out. Yep. You're yep. just, like, occasionally, like... Like convulsing a little yeah, bit. Your body's trying to get oxygen yeah. back in you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That it hasn't happened to me in a long time, but yeah, it's fun, uh fungasms are so good. <laughs> I live from fungasm to fungasm. Yeah, it's it's very rare that I get them. But the, the thing that makes me do it is like not necessarily a funny situation, but when other people laugh at things, because like, like you know, laughter is contagious. So it's when other people are all laughing at something. Then it kind of like compounds on itself, and then I just lose my shit. Oh yeah, of course. It, it's been a long time since that's happened, though. 
Like I miss it. It's it's a good time. That's exactly why I. If I'm ever considering going to see a stand-up comedian, I watch them solely, like by myself, mm. just to see if they actually make me laugh out loud before going into that contagious laughter mm. environment. Uh, the the thing that's been making me laugh a lot lately is what makes comedians laugh. Because hmm. obviously, comedians are yeah. you know so what well, they are. So like whatever makes them laugh, that's that's gotta be top tier shit. Yeah, should be. So. I don't know if you know the comedian Burt Kreischer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just his laugh when he goes into those giggle fits. Yep. <laughs> he's just he just like wheezes, but he goes into them so easily, and yeah. it's it cracks me up every time. High pitched. Yeah. Gets that squealy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to talk his way through it still, that's and I, yeah, I can't help it. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking love Burt. He's such a silly goose. He is a silly goose. The best of the silly gooses. Uh, I would argue Chris D'Elia is more of a silly goose. Oh, he is a very silly goose, but he is a mm. sassy goose too. Mm. As a goose should be. As a, he, he, that is true. He's all about that silly goose time. That's silly goose time. Yeah, I was just watching like random D'Elia moments from podcasts, and I was like, man, I've been sleeping on him. Like you guys, and you know, kind of gotten me back into him, and I was like, fuck. I think I wrote him off for a long time because I remember that. Uh, the the Whitney Cummings show that he was on, yep. Whitney, and mm-hmm. like at the time I had no clue who he was. I was just like, oh, he's just like some pretty boy, or whatever. I thought the same thing. Yeah, so I wrote him off for a long time. Then I remember seeing him like and pop up here and again. Like he was on a, an episode of Workaholics. He was really good on as Topher's. That's how I knew him for like a long time. Yeah, I never knew him as Chris D'Elia. It was just like it's Topher's from what I knew him as the guy from Workaholics. Yeah, yeah. It's Topher's. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a stand-up. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, oh, you know. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's at mm-hmm. his best on podcasts, though. Yeah. Oh, or when for he's sure. ripping on somebody, that that's mm-hmm. his best. He's the funniest guy when he's yeah, just yeah, fucking he's, with other people. He I had is no idea. ridiculous. So yeah. Once we uh, once we're done here, we'll we'll pull up some clips. Oh boy. <laughs> is it though? Yeah. And it sucks because I quote <laughs> that at work and no one knows what I'm saying and I'm like, oh damn it, I can't. Yeah. The, oh, it's not the same. I will say, I think Bill Burr might be my father. (laughs) (laughs) He might be Bob Eggner for sure. Have you met Bob Eggner? Have you met anybody? Uh, I have not. I can confirm. Bill Burr is just like my personality. Yeah, I fucking love him. He has like all these weird hobbies, which I think is great. Yeah. Like he's a helicopter pilot. Helicopter pilot, drummer. Yeah, drummer. Yep, yep. Very cool dude. Yeah, that's like... Rogan, he's like Archer, fucking Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I think it's easy to get into all those hobbies when, you know, you have a shit ton of money, too. True. And not, a lot not of like free time. peasants working 50-hour yeah. weeks. Right, you know, right. Making ends meet. Mm-hmm. That's a true statement. Yeah, every time I listen to a podcast, they're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, I woke up at like 9 o'clock and then I have my personal training session at noon. I'm like in my own studio. Yeah, that's like yeah. you know, four thousand square feet. Yep, my own personal gym with I have werewolves that that train me. <laughs> yeah, no, and then I, I, I fucking then I eat fresh elk for lunch that I just shot like yesterday because mm-hmm. 
Because yeah, I, I, I have a little private jet and I just yeah. fly out to fucking wherever mm. to the Midwest, shoot some elk, come back, eat it. No, no, no. He he shoots axis deer on the island of Lanai right, in Hawaii. That's right. That's right. Get your shit straight, motherfucker. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know you, you and Joe were begging. Yeah, suck his dick on the reg. I mean, if, I mean, honestly, honestly, if Joe was chilling, he's just like, yo, dude, let tip real quick. Just say you did. You would. I feel Probably. like. Like, I mean, you I, want to I, absorb his essence. I mean, so why no. not? I mean, like, if jo- Joe is definitely the Oprah for, like, white males. <laughs> yep, sure. yep, I've seen that meme. But, like, I will say, because I've never really been a, a huge podcast guy, oddly enough, sitting here doing a podcast. Um, but I do watch the, the Joe Rogan experience on uh, YouTube, and it is really good. Like, I'm just trying to finish up the one with the, uh, I don't remember her name, the PhD blonde lady. About uh, Victorian surgeries. Yes. And it, yep, was it, it's that one the other day. His guests that I get, I just love it because the guests are really knowledgeable, uh, you know, some of them, on what they're talking about and, just, you know, things. And it's super interesting, super awesome. And Joe's just high as fuck, like, no. <laughs> oh, oh. They stuck a rod in his dick. Oh. <laughs> you know, and it's just, Joe's reaction is it's just, it, it's classic because. It's it's weird, like, when Joe's high and he has those reactions, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're a celebrity, yeah, you're really well-known, yeah, you got all this money, but, yeah, you're still a dude, you're still a human, you're still one of us, thanks for reminding me. Because a, a lot of those, like, I wouldn't say Joe Rogan's, like, some A-list celebrity, because he's not. No, but it goes hand-in-hand hand like those he does Fox. in the MMA world, because he has to be in the middle, so... He's a perfect person to like interview people because he, he can throw his judgment out there, but he still has to listen to the other side and, and contemplate it. Yeah, he, he's very open-minded, and he has a wide variety of guests, and they talk he's about a lot of different uh, stuff. And he's not afraid to call out bullshit if he thinks it, yeah. Yeah. Sure. which I like. Uh, Lin- Lindsay Fateris was yeah. her name. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, that was a good podcast. I was happy that they... Uh, so it like she was crushing on Joe a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Um, but she brought up... Uh, um, a scene from the show The Nick that I really like. Mm-hmm. There was, um, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but there was, no, um, uh, I think it was in the second season, a woman who, uh, she was missing her nose. This is something she talked about, I think it was from, uh, did she say it was from Syphilis or something? I, I don't remember. I don't know why I just started laughing uh, that. But yeah, like, she had no nose and she was trying to grow a new one so they, they cut like a flap off of her arm and like sew it onto her nose and, it and, and eventually it grafts on. So, but you have to hold your arm up to your nose for like months before <laughs> they can like cut that flap of skin off to give you a new nose. It needs to get the blood uh, right. that circulates yeah. the capillaries and shit. Yeah, wow. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so I, I thought it was pretty cool that they, they brought that up. Yeah. Is I, that the whole, the whole, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they can't just cut it off and graft it on? No, they can, they can in some circumstances, but it's a whole whole process. Like I'm, I'm sure now they could do something like that. Yeah, this yeah, is back yeah. in 1900. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she, yeah she's yeah. she's an expert on Victorian stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. And going oh, yeah. into like the plague masks from like the, the what 14th century, 15th century. I didn't realize whatever. they even did that kind of uh, surgery. Oh, I thought it was uh, 16th century. I don't fucking remember. What about when they were talking about the uh, anti-masturbatory device? You remember I that part? I, I don't think I got that far yet. Oh I'm, shit! I'm probably only like. 45 minutes in. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll, I'll let your mind wander with that then. I'll leave it as That it sounds is. like true torture. Yeah. Yeah. People <laughs> had some uh, fucked up ideas. That one. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Now you know what awaits you later in that podcast. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Oh, so, so Mr. Josh, what do we have here? This is completely untested and brand new. It was dropped off today. It is a milk stout from Catskill Brewing. Brewery? Brewing. Whatever. It was canned on the 27th of this month. It is a stout with lactose. It is... Wow. It's only 4.5%. That's... All right. I was going to say it looks a bit like uh, like chocolate milk. It, yeah. it looks a little thin. It is. But I, I'm not going to be judgmental just where, by looks. Oh, let me see Manor. Right down the road. They're on 20. If, 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 a, if a dark beer could look hazy, this is what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like... Um, like a mm. really uh, fucking words. It looks like <laughs> a mud puddle that you just stomped in a bunch of times. Yeah, and just added some black food coloring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely uh, is. Man, I don't want to say like not lager colored, but it's like yeah, it's like a. Let me give you a better example of color. Yeah, it's it's just like a very it's brown. It's yeah. a dark brown. Yeah. It's not black. It's dark brown. It's yeah. like a Ricola cough drop. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's like certainly darker than Yoohoo, but it's a cold certainly cup. lighter than motor oil. Yes. Cold cup of medium brewed coffee. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. 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 We found it. Hey, good job, Kniffy. Mm. Yep. Medium brew coffee. Yeah. It's not bad. It's oh, not okay. like, you know. It's really light, though. You, you can yeah. tell it's very low. And I mean... How new are these? Is, is this brewery? They're they've been around for a little while. Catskill. Yeah. Oh, he's stirring it. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure how long they've been around for. I know but there's they're... some yeasty boys in the bottom of this guy. Oh. For something, I mean, there might be adjuncts still kind of floating around the bottom. It so happens from time to time. Halfway back to. My yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, this this guy's not bad, but I feel like after this, we need to have a really. Really dope ass stout. Dope. Dope. Dope, dope AF. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do we have do we have, do we have segments? Are we gonna do segments? Nah. I, know, I mean, I know you wrote it down. I think but... you got one done. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got bullet points that were kind of there just for if we if, need them. If we need them. Uh, yeah, because I, I was looking, I was like, oh, Josh wrote down the weekend trades. Yeah. So do we want to talk about that? Sure. Do you have you have some I, stuff? I got some trades. I know okay. you made some trades too. Yeah. So, so you go first. Uh, so I got some stuff from my friend Anthony out in Colorado. Dang Tony, thank you. Um, he's in Florida, Cheers, right? Tony. Yeah, he's in Florida right now. So I'm waiting to send his stuff out. But he sent me some Weldworks. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So we got the blueberry pie Berliner. We got the fluffernutter Imperial Stout, which they're doing in those stovepipe cans. We've got the coffee French toast, and then two Nelson extra juicy bits. Nice, nice. So I haven't had any of them yet. We got the Berliner here tonight, so maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll just drink it, enjoy it, and then not even mention it. That that might happen. I feel like even after we end this, we're going to crack open something and then be like, fuck, we didn't talk about it. Yeah. But, but we'll see. I have a feeling it's... Very good. Mm. My uh, my buddy Casey was in Colorado last week, and I, I think I said the story last week. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was like, "Hey, dude, I'm here. Uh, what do you want?" Yeah. And I was like, "Out driving." He sent me a list of like sixteen all the, all the options. Shit that they had, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, they have all that to go. So I like think of my feet pretty quick. See, I'm getting a, I think a four pack of the extra extra juicy bits. Okay. So. 
I'll bring. Yeah, that sounds good. I know the regular Juicy Bits is solid. Yeah. I'll bring the Nelson probably next week or. Yep. There's always a next week. Yeah. Always. He sent. He sent eight of those those blueberry pie Berliners because because he knows he knows me all too well. So you you don't like blueberries? You can get fucked. Yeah. I mean, even if you do like blueberries, getting fucked isn't. The worst thing, I mean, yeah, I mean, typically known as a good way. thing. Oh, in a yeah, bad way. It's been done when you're getting fucked by, right? Yeah, like, 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 like an iron stick, that would suck. Yeah, or any kind of stick, really. Gang bang by a herd of deer to have AIDS, Louis C.K. style. <laughs> 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 rats with hooves. Yeah, rats with hooves. <laughs> That's what they are. Yeah, I almost fucking hit a goddamn deer today. I was like, are you goddamn kidding me? That's the whole reason I have a new car. So they hit a fucking deer on my last one. Mm, yeah, was it close yeah. to here? No, it was on my own from work. Oh, dude, we got so many critters here. I think... But I feel like the ones that are up here are, like, smarter. Like, Oh, they're used to it. They're seasoned. Yeah, they're, they, yeah. they know. Like, yeah. I remember years ago driving out to, like, um, uh, Utica. They're, they're just... They're fucking everywhere <laughs> on the side of the road. But they, they, they know what's up. They don't they don't stray into the road. But I counted, I shit you not, over 100. Just chilling out on the sides of the roads. Yeah. And they're they're cool. Like didn't see any ones that got hit. They they're smart to to not cross the road. Yeah. But yeah, the ones down in uh, Rockland County where they don't vaccinate their children. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where there's currently like a fucking yeah mandate. measles outbreak. Yeah, measles outbreak. Uh, unvaccinated children are not allowed in public. Nope. Yeah, I said to my boss this week. I'm like, what's our policy on children in the tap room? I feel like we should not have those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like I saw a deer driving last night, and I just looked at it, and just, it just looked at me, and I was like, "What a stupid fucking animal!" Like it just looked at me like it was like it wanted to jump at the car, and then it went the other way. And I was like, "What a useless piece of shit!" Just go away. It's feeding Joe Rogan. Yeah, like they only yeah, exist yeah. to eat. I feel like mm. they don't really do anything. God damn it! But tasty. do they do they do anything, Dan? Are they around for any specific reason other than to smash and, with your car or um, eat? And to, to be food for other animals? Yeah. Well, I mean, like any herbivore, it's essentially what it is. You know, they're grazers. Hmm. But they do fertilize the soil a little bit. Yeah, because they, they poop as they walk and eat. Deer, so deer are actually, they're not like crazy, crazy. And I'm no mammologist, but um, they did pick up some stuff in one of my ecology courses about deer. And um, it, it's crazy how... They interact as a group because you know they're they're hunted. You know, coyotes, wolves. That's all I can think of right now. Fuck it, bears. I don't think a bear is ever gonna. People? I, if a bear had a surprise attack on a deer, yeah. bears are quick. They're not. Oh, sure. They're not catching yeah, a deer. Oh, for sure. Sprint. Yeah. If it was, if it was They'll kill any of us, but they're probably not gonna catch a deer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like they sleep in circles. So when they actually do like lay down. Sleep, they sleep in circles with their heads facing out, and so they're always constant perimeter watch. Constant perimeter watch. If you ever notice a deer while it's eating, its ears are constantly, yeah, moving around, they're taking in sound from satellite, yeah. So they're uh, just imagine just like a really paranoid animal that's always so so paranoid. That's essentially a deer. I mean, I give it to them, they're they're good at knowing when things are there and when things aren't. Um, I mean. A deer, like anything that grow uh, antlers, you know, elk and moose and you know those undulates. Undulates. Um, that is the fastest growing um, body part on any organ, vertebrate organism mm-hmm. known to man. 
are horns, antlers, because they, the males will literally grow them in, they, in a month. Yeah. Then they, you know, they, they shed, they, they shed, they shed them. Yep. They go into velvet. They have to shed them off. Uh, and then they have the, the true horns, like the, the bony mm-hmm. features. And then, yeah, and they shed them off after breeding season. Yeah, it's and then they grow them back the next year, even bigger. Mm-hmm. As, as they are important for the ecosystem, but as far as I I know, the tags have been increased for the last like seven years in New York for hunting. Oh, I don't I don't think we could ever hunt enough of them. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're just too fucking many. To yeah. the point where the DEC covered it up, but we ended up it ended up being released that there was small wolf populations released. In the Hudson Valley and the Catskill mm-hmm. Mountains, as as well as um, like two m- sterile male mountain lions. Mountain lions, yes. That are pretty much extirpated. They don't exist in New York anymore. Thank you. Just to help with that population. I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those things. Like it's still hearsay, but there's a lot of dudes that are just like, yeah, they totally do this, and you know, DEC or anybody, uh, you know, part of the ecological government. Will deny it up and down, and then there's a picture to be like, oh well, fucking yeah, zoo. I've seen both. I've seen a mountain lion and a wolf in this area. So he's seen a at feral the same cat time and a coyote. Yeah, right. That's what these. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say my mom swears she saw a wolf. Are you sure it wasn't a copperhead? And, and, and not that I'm downgrading anything that Adam's seen, but like a lot of people will see something in the wild and be like, this wolf was huge. It's like, dude, you literally saw like a coyote. Mm-hmm. And if you saw a wolf, you know it's a fucking wolf. Yeah, like, I, I used to shoot coyotes, so and coyotes, so yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. I know exactly what I saw. Well, a lot of people stuff. will see you see it in a lot of the outdoorsman forums on Facebook and shit. Uh, it's like, oh, this bot. And of course, it's like a grainy, far away photo. Classic. Uh, and it's literally like an outside, either a feral domestic cat. Well, I guess it wouldn't be feral and domestic, but either a feral cat or somebody's outdoor cat. And they're just like, look at this bobcat I spotted today. And and in some of the cases, like literally, so so it, like you get those tabby cats, like they're orange, and at the right angle, and they're just like, definitely a mountain lion. It's like, no, dude, no, are you high? That like, shit was a Bengal tiger. Yeah, yep. we got Siberian tigers in uh, upstate New York, right in the Hudson Valley. It's crazy. It's crazy, I tell you. Yeah, no. I think it might have been a dragon, actually. People, like, I, I can only imagine for, especially people who are like me, but with mammals. Um, mammals. How many times people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I saw this uh, bobcat or I saw this mountain lion. And they're just like, oh, my fucking Christ. No, you didn't. Oh, shit, no, you didn't. It's just like, you, you know, did all not. the copperheads and cottonmouths that people see in New York. And I say that with sarcasm that you can't really see. But, uh, you know, everybody swears I'm down about cottonmouths or water moccasins in New York. And uh, it's it's really crazy because cottonmouths are, uh, they're northernmost part of their range. It's about 600 miles south of where we live. So it's like, no, you didn't see a cottonmouth. Yeah, but cotton, they just refer to it as water moccasin, but it's a cottonmouth, right? Yeah, it is. those are two interchangeable names. And a lot of people swear up and down about copperheads. It's like, you, you saw a water snake dog. So northern water snake, it's it's fine, not a copperhead. They're pretty pretty fucking uncommon. I go out looking for them where we know there are dens and don't find them. So it's just like, listen, homie, you didn't just find a copperhead in your backyard in Barkley Heights, okay? <laughs> Which is just like a total, you know, very heavily populated residential area in a town near where I live. 
it's like when people say they're like, oh, I got I got Hetty Topper other half at a at a beer store. Do you guys have it? Like, like no, 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 I don't. And if you got it from that place, then they shouldn't have had it and shouldn't have been selling it. Yeah, and you're a liar, is what you're, I'm telling yeah. you. You are right now. Go right to hell, straight to hell. Hey, I know we got off on this crazy tangent. What did Should you trade been. to get that well work stuff Ooh. and all the stuff from your your buddy? So I have some sloop set aside for him. Mm-hmm. The black raz. Mm-hmm. I have that. I have some of that decadent stuff. The Pacific Punch, and I think a s'mores, and a Finback IPA, like a regular Finback IPA. Um, what else? What else? What elves? I'm not sure. What I have else? I have stuff specifically that I set aside, and I don't remember all of it, but it's going to be like a beer for beer thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he sent me 12 altogether, so I'm going to try to send him 12 things that... I know he can't get out there. And he likes a lot of IPAs. So, mm. Ooh, I actually got to go to Sloop this week because they put out DDH Down Under Bomb. Ooh. The regular Down Under Bomb is one of my favorite beers. Yeah? Yeah. It's a real fucking good one. I haven't had that one, but it sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of pretty much any Australian hop. Mm-hmm. It says all Aussie hops. Aussie New Zealand. Nice. Yeah, it's... I don't think I've had the double dry hop version, so I'm I'm pumped on it. Usually the yeah the double dry hop versions are a lot better. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah. <laughs> but uh, her what your coworker today gave us the the sloop jam razzle dazzle. Yep. Which I haven't had yet. Um, I think that was the first one in that series. Yeah. I think so. First or second. Raspberry and cherries, I think. I believe so. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Lactose, of course. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, the Razzle Dazzle was good. Yeah, I think there's I think we're up to like five or so beers in that series now. And they've all been good. Yeah, they're not Hudson Valley good, but they are they're good. Yeah, man. I it was a couple weeks ago I went to a bachelor party and it was after spending all morning at Hudson Valley and I I stupidly got the uh the newer no, it was a Black Raz. Mm-hmm. It, w- it wasn't part of the uh, the Sloop Jam series. But, yeah. But it, it was a kettle sour. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, goddammit, I've had nothing but super sugary beers all goddamn day. Mm-hmm. And it was just not sitting well with me after like yeah. eight hours of drinking those beers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. I love them, but you can only drink so many in a day. Yeah. It's like, I need Tums. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it was... A bad choice. Gotcha. Uh, so your trade, my trade for the week. Yes. Okay. So uh, last weekend I was at Equilibrium. Right. I did the uh, Vanilla Gorilla release. Yep. And I was a little pissed off because Hudson Valley also had a release, but they did it at As Is Bar in yeah. the city, and I rarely miss a Hudson Valley release. Yeah. So I was like, uh, whatever. It's it's one can. Like, I don't I don't count it as a real release. So I was like, whatever, I just kind of brushed it off. Um, so then uh, I was talking to my friend Corey. can't even remember why I brought it up, but she was like, oh, I, I went to the release. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's like, oh, yeah, I bought way too much. She's like, I'll send you some. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I shot her my address, and she's like, you'll have it tomorrow. I was like, Jesus. no shit. If 
Fucking Corey hooking it up. Nice. So yeah, she sent me two cans, and then um, the other half, Monkish Club, is called the Lala. I think. Hmm. I think I brought that one. No, I didn't. I I brought the other one that she gave me. I think it was a um, Triple Mosaic Daydream. Okay. Somebody does one of the daydream series. Right. Yeah. I always get those confused. There's so goddamn many of yeah, them. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, but she sent me those. So I was uh, super appreciative on that because I, I was going to be bummed out if I miss out to Valley Can because I'm pretty sure I've had everything they've ever put in can. Damn. Yeah. That's impressive. So I think you tried it, right? The, as Yes. Yeah. The other night. It's solid. Um, it's got like this nice thick red color to it. It's, I mean, most of their beers are pretty sweet. But this mm-hmm. one is particularly sweet for them. Ooh. It's, yeah. It's one of those things you can only have like one in the sitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, definitely could not drink two in a row of that one. Yeah, I was like, you know what, two cans of that, I'm I'm cool with it. Cool. So yeah, Corey, if you ever hear this, thank you. <laughs> I got beers coming your way, probably next week. Nice. So, heck yeah, yeah. That was uh, I was very happy about that, and um. Yeah, I was also psyched. That I actually got two vanilla gorilla bottles, and yes. I'm sure we'll drink one here, and the other one I'm going to send out to my my West Coast guy. So I was hoping to get a third, yeah, that I could just kind of like play with and see if I can get land a trade, but eh, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Equilibrium just said today that they're expanding their barrel program, so it's so they should this, be doing more fun things like yeah, that. Th- th- this next year is going to be. Big time, damn. Yeah, I'm excited. So I feel like the um, like the barrel age stuff was getting a little crazy, and it was getting like a little oversaturated. But then now I feel like the whole New England IPA thing really is kind of taking that that spot. It's kind of taking the heat off of the barrel age stuff. Certainly, I feel like absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. I think that's good because the barrel age stuff was getting so out of hand. Like, well, a lot of people were doing it just to do it. It wasn't even that good, right? Well, the thing is, is like, as far as local breweries, we don't really have a good barrel program around yeah. here. Right. That's like, I feel like that's the one thing we're missing in the Hudson Valley is anyone who does a good uh, barrel aged out. Yeah. Um, and Equilibrium, they're, they're slowly but surely, they've done two barrel aged beers now and very small batches for each, but they've both been really fucking good. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what like, this, this next year is going to be for them. Right. I'm doing it. Doing it? Yep. Got the Snowbirds 3. Nice. Oh, Adam is like obsessed with his sleight of hand tricks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, get, holy shit. Just trying to hide the bait from Dan. How'd you so, do that? I don't know. I do have to add some juice to this. All right. Fuck it. I, I'm not washed now. Ah, whatever. Yeah, um, I don't remember if I've had this one, but yeah, everyone's been raving about it. Uh, oh, I got very lucky in how I got this bottle. So, quick little story. I was at Hudson Valley uh, two weeks ago, whenever their last release was at the brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just shooting the shit with my buddy Steve, and this guy was like, just, just hanging out. And he's, Thank you, sir. He's like, oh, yeah, I just came from other half. I was like, oh, really? No shit. He's like, yeah, uh, I actually got 
a fuckload of these Snowbirds three bottles. Do you want one? I'm like, yes. Yes. Um, so what happened? This was a, a four per person kind of deal. Yeah. But he said that they had double charged his card. So he was like, you know what? We can either go through the process of refunding my money, which is just going to hold up the line, or you can just give me double the beer. That's good. So he took the beer. And it came to me somehow. And he was like, dude, just give me. It was, it was like an $18 bottle. He's like, give me 25 bucks PayPal. It's, it's yours. I'm like, okay. Badass. Down with that. Yeah, that saves me a mule fee, saves me shipping. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Dude, I can't remember your name. I know it's on my PayPal receipt, but uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for uh, for hooking me up with this one. I doubt you ever listen, but yeah, that was a good deal. And the, the secondary in this bottle is probably like 80 to 100 bucks. Jesus. So. Nice, nice. <clears throat> Boy's going to have to wait. I have to grab some juice. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, you got some? Or is that the uh, the last beer? Yeah, you gave me some. Okay. Daniel's got some. I'll take just a try. Okay. Give that a little bit. Good, sir. Kind Just a wee. Sir. Good, sir. Kind, sir. Good, sir. Kind, sir. You're so, so sweet. Thank you. Oh, did you see the... We were talking about video games earlier before the, the podcast started. Did you see the trailer for um, Trover Saves Universe? Who? That's uh, Justin <laughs> Roiland's game? Yeah, it's uh, Squanch oh, Games. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah, it's basically awesome. Rick and Morty the video game, but not with Rick and Morty. I played I played one of the 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 VR one. I was mm-hmm. over at my friend John's house, and um, it was fucking funny. Okay, but it was like the very first time I've ever done anything VR, mm-hmm. and it was wild because you're there. Yeah, which is like a trip because I, I it, I've it, never done it before. That's the thing is like, it's impossible to explain VR to someone. Unless you do it. Yeah. Like you, you can explain it till the cows come home and it won't register in someone's brain until you put that fucking goggles on mm-hmm. and you have the things in your hand. The full sound. Yeah. like You get that full immersion and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, first time I did VR was um, uh, the Batman Arkham game that's on PS4. What? Yeah. How crazy and, was and that? And I was fucking Batman. I wasn't fucking Batman, but I was. <laughs> that would be weird. I mean, if they made a VR game where you could fuck Batman, I'm sure yeah, people would do it. I'd be so down for that. There'd yeah, yeah. Lot, I think more so, people than we think would be doing that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. It's like you look at your hands and you've got the, the, the gauntlets yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And like you reach, you reach down on your hip and one one side you've got the um, uh, like the back claw. And the other side you have like, it's like a detective scanner and you can like... It's trying to like black light on things and it like scans items. Then on your your belt buckle you have batarangs and you just throw them willy nilly at whatever you want. Holy it's shit! Like, you are Batman. And in the beginning of the demo, you uh, you know you're just in Wayne Manor. You're talking to Alfred, mm-hmm. and so you got to go down into the the Batcave. Right. So you like open up the piano, like you find a key to unlock it, and then you have to like press the keys on the piano in a certain sequence to open it, and then yep. there's this big Opening sequence, you go down the elevator, and it's like, holy shit, I am Batman. It's so cool. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I remember just doing that and being, like, blown away at, like, yeah, how... I mean, it, like, it's a short experience. It's only, like, a three- or four-hour thing max. But, 
I mean, it was one of the first things to come out on the PSVR, and it was essentially just a tech demo, but yeah. I was pretty impressed with it. Yeah, the uh, I don't know what the one's called, the, the Justin Rowley one, but it's really funny. Because you're like you're just standing there, and I just like found myself like not actually doing what I was supposed to be doing, but just laughing at what was going on. And yeah, side note, holy shit! Yeah, I don't, I don't think Adam's gonna like this. I'm getting a lot of sentiment on it. This? Yeah, yeah. It's like an animal cracker this is and me. a Girl Scout Samoa cookie. I can barely read this fucking label. Don't you go there, Sarah. What the fuck? Imperial style. Uh, yeah, you're, no, you're right. Samoa. There's coconut. Coconut. Almonds. Is that what this There's is? toasted coconut in it for sure. Almond joy kind of. Dude, I totally can't read this guy yeah, in label. Vanilla. Toasted coconut. Yeah. There's coconut. It's. I don't know. This, the sippies that I got are delicious. Yeah, it's definitely yummy. Can we, uh, can can we take, a, take a look? Mayhaps. Yeah, you can probably read better than I can. I, I cannot decipher that. Like, White text on the yellow Can background. It's you. just too weird. It was a bad design choice. I'll put it that way. It should have been black text. With marcona, yeah. Almonds, toasted coconut. Coconut, cocoa nibs. Cocoa. Cacao. Cacao. Cacao nibs. I'm sorry. Cacao. Cacao. Oh, cinnamon. Ha. Coffee and vanilla. See, I don't get the cinnamon. I don't. I don't, get the I don't. Oh, you're not getting it. I don't. Huh. Get okay. okay. I get a lot of the coconut. It looks like it's yeah. 16. percent Wow. Oh. Mm. Really? Fuck me sideways. Yeah. Definitely. Fuck like me running. It it really does. This tastes more like a Samoa than the Southern Tier. Samoa. All right. All right. Addy. Mm. This one makes again. me think of a cookie. I mean. I'm gonna respectfully disagree. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I think Love it tastes, it does, but. I don't see, I don't think so. I think it tastes just like one. Is it? But with a little bit of an anim, animal cracker, which maybe is the cinnamon. Is it barrel aged? I do, I do see what you're saying about the smell. It definitely. Jay Wakefield. Ooh, the fuck? Now it, now it tastes cinnamon. <laughs> you yeah. I put it in your brain. You yeah, it's probably word. what it is. Oh, I can see it like really good now. It was like the mid taste. Doesn't get you at the front. Doesn't linger at the back. Yeah, you, to, to the read that table. label, you gotta get it like in the right light. It's, is it barrel aged? Like I don't selfie. think so. It kind of has that. I think, I, I think the the VIP version was barrel aged. That's fucking exceptional. It's very yeah. Sixteen percent. It's oh boy. boy. I don't think other half and J Wakefield like collabs have ever not been good. I've been growing. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I, I've had a lot of them. Like every single Snowbirds has been great. We, we had the barrel-aged snowbirds, and that's like one of the best fucking beers I've ever had. Yeah? Yeah. Damn. Like, I want to lick the inside of my glass. That's how <laughs> fucking good that was. It is a good one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad I paid the uh, the couple extra bucks to get this bottle. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No problem. That, that was a steal. Like, again, to the dude out there who got me this bottle, thank you. Like... Like I said, if I want to trade for this, I'd probably have to give up a lot. To the nameless so. souls that bring Dan his beer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, I I remember I'll some of them, but I, I, I get like a, a couple one-off trades every now and again. And oh, it's like, I'm terrible yeah. at names. I... Yeah, some people are good at names. Some people are good at faces. I'm bad at both. Good. <laughs> yeah, like really I can, bad. I can do faces better than names. But... No, I need to be someone like five times before I remember them. I'm the same way. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys know about Dunbar's number? 
Yeah, it's like 150 yeah. people yeah, or so. that your brain can, like, remember. Yeah. And anything after that, you're, it's just like, your brain just pushes it out. Yeah, because we used to live in, like, tribes of, like, 150 people right. or so. So you're really only programmed to remember that many people. Yeah. I know I've far exceeded that number, and now mm-hmm. it's to the point to where it's like, I'll meet somebody, they'll tell me their name, and it's gone. Yep. But there 100%. are there's some people, though, like, where I do remember, it's like, it, it really is purely situational. If it's like, if I have the feeling that I'm going to see that person again, I'll probably remember. But if... There's just some fucking dipshit. Just I'm the like, oh, oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's a one-off thing. It's, yeah, as soon as they say their name, it's like it's our. When I out the other, it's gone. Yeah, that's that's the bar game. So what I used to do is I came up with three questions I would ask everybody that I used to frequently see at a bar, and I would always forget their name. Um, first one was, do dogs like anal? <laughs> Like the crazy questions, but mm-hmm. so I'm used to their face. I know who they are. They're my friend, but I can't remember their name. So based off their answer, that's one of three. Second was how far yeah, can you punt a baby? <laughs> they give me their answer in foot, not meters. How what? far can you punt? In feet, sorry. How far can you punt? Punt a baby. baby. Yeah. Like drop kick punt. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Like an eight pound boy. Yeah. I don't want to hear all your answers for all this after this but and the third one was how many babies would it take to stop a train moving at 50 miles an hour with three three cars and is this leading to how you remember their name yes because i I remember numbers very well so like last two were were better off it was just crazy stupid it's like oh you're johnny the guy who could punt the baby 40 yards okay yeah my, my last roommate eric the reason I remember his name is because of his Eric is <laughs> pregnant. Eric could punt the baby 30 yards. All right, so Dan. Settle at the bottom. Do dogs like anal? Um, I don't feel like they like it, but I feel like it happens by accident quite frequently. It might. So I'm going to say no. Okay. How far do you legitimately think you could punt an infant or a baby? Did we establish an eight pound? Eight pound. Eight, eight pound baby. Eight, eight pound newborn. Yep. Um. Hmm. Like, think about it. It's like it's gonna be like a like a, a fucking noodle. eight pound bag of sand. Yeah. I yeah. feel like no. eight pounds is a lot heavier than people think it oh, is. Right. Like, that's and that's yeah. and that's well, no, and, and my punting skills suck. Like my knees suck. So like that motion of kicking, yeah. I can't do very well. Your ankle's gonna be taking it though. Yeah. But 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 you need like the. Uh, what is it? The um, the quad muscle, and you need like I have like no cartilage in my knee, so that's gonna factor in big time. Yep. Oh, nice smoke ring, bro. Oh, Thanks, brother. Bro. But I've I've had chicks on the side of the bar be like, yeah, I'd punt it like twenty feet. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. Nobody, nobody. No, can. no, no, no. <laughs> I was I was gonna say like twelve feet. That's optimistic. Yeah, I think so. But I think it's reasonable for somebody. Yeah, I yeah I think there are definitely some humans that could definitely punt a newborn about twelve foot. But I think everybody here at this table, nobody here is going farther than ten feet. Going Fair enough. Old. Fair enough. And in, and like I I am very confident in my kicking abilities to be able to do this. But like legitimately, when you really think about like an eight an eight pound sandbag, it's hit you and it's that's gonna weigh it, you and, down. And it's irregular. Like it's mm. it's not like evenly weighted. Yeah, it's gonna like conform around your foot. Yep. Yeah. It's not gonna like bounce wet. off it like yeah. a like it's a football. Like a so, yeah. Like, yep. 
that you bounce is going to turn into like 35 And you don't yeah. see it just perfect, it's just going to spin around your ankle and just plop down right where your foot was. Like, right, right. There's some skill involved. Yep. Alright, well, let's keep going around. Oh, it, how many babies do you think it would take to stop a trip? So, you got, you got a car, or three cars, and the engine. Three cars and the engine, so four, four things total? Yep. Uh, man. I don't know about the tonnage, but we're probably talking about a lot of tons. Shit, I don't even want to guess at that. To stop it, man, I, it's more about how much like blood and guts is going to just gunk up the wheels. Really? I mean, you have an unlimited pile you can just spread in front of this thing. An unlimited straight track. Yeah. Wait, what well, can we be optimistic? Is the baby driving and does the baby have the scale to stop the train? No, no, no. How many no, babies? No, no. no, how many babies can you pile You're adorable. That's probably the cutest thing ever to be so <laughs> I just no. can't. I can't picture a pile of babies trying to stop a train with their. Well, they're not trying. You're just putting them there. No, you're putting. Well, the, the, yeah, they're just. They're, they're getting they run over. The only thing that's yeah. stopping that train is physics. Yeah. Yes. In, well, physics should find more optimistic questions. Now, now the train is not accelerating. It's pretty much it hits that first baby. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just momentum. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna say at least ten thousand babies. I feel like that's a pretty good number. Right. Yeah. Probably like around. One baby that. with a degree. <laughs> because what, we're gonna have to wait. Because you could you could lay the babies out and just like do like a nice. Um, oh my god! I came. Term terms are just escaping me. Words today. words are hard. Not linear, but like if a graph well, goes up like this, like like oh, the, so uh, it curves the casual, up. Casual. Um, it, it's it's not it's not a straight line. It's a curved uh, arc. A parabola. It's we're gonna start parabola. shouting out yeah. words again. Yeah, not not a bell curve. It's uh. I, yeah, I, I can't. So the grade yeah, goes up know. in babies. Flesh. Yeah, so the grade you you would go go up like that. I feel like you stacked correctly. Yeah, you could probably stop a train within within like quarter mile, maybe half mile. Yeah, but how many babies fit into a quarter mile? I do a lot, a fucking <laughs> lot. Yeah, at least ten thousand. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm on. I'm I, I, I mean, if one. we if we could like pile up ten thousand babies and just look at the pile. I mean, that'd be a pretty big pile, but it wouldn't I mean, be as I big as do, you think. This is a job for Mythbusters. I know. <laughs> I'm going to do just a yeah. quick Google search just to see how much just the uh, average train Let, Let's just see weighs. what Google says. How many babies does it take to stop a speed I guess train? I can do that as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just see what happens. I think, I think, though, before I even look this up, you need to at least have the amount of tonnage that the train and that the engine and the, the car is weigh. To at least stop it. So I'm, at, I'm at the like very a, least, you're gonna need more. It's a lot. Yeah, Ten thousand. The answer is a lot. Probably not. It's definitely a lot. How many babies? Well, uh, so I see you open a new beer, Joshua. Uh huh. Like a bad boy, even you though I have a bitch. beer sitting here waiting to be drank. Oh no. We'll get to it. Yeah, I guess so. All yeah. right. So I googled how many babies does it take to stop a train, and the first thing that came up was. The right potty training age. <laughs> Never. Potty Wrong train. Google. But again, let me let me Google what I was gonna do. It's not bad. It's not bad. Oh, is that the unicorn parts? Sure is. Is there actual glitter in it? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Edible glitter. Snarfle clock? Oh, it's shit. the snarfle glag. Yeah. Snarfle fluff. It's not bad. I'm not mad at that, it. That's just going to be every beer we can't remember the name of. Yeah, snarfle glag. I don't even remember what snarfle glag Well, it's going to be a variant. It's going to be some variant on that. Yeah. From like the snarfle clack. So the average train engine weighs around 400,000 pounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I. I thought back in the day, we don't have to go through all the everybody's so, theories. I would say it would take at least a million babies to stop the train. A million babies? A million think? babies, yep. At 50 miles an hour? I mean, there's a ton of momentum. So that's Let's, just one, it's just the engine is 400,000 pounds. So we're looking at like 750 to 800,000 pounds of force at 50 miles an hour. Meanwhile, when, you, when you're traveling at uh, 55 miles an hour in a vehicle, that's 85 feet. Per second. Well, we'd have to like, we'd have to do some, like the weight in babies would have to be some exponential number above the weight of the yeah, train. A lot of them are going to get displaced. You know what I mean? If you just did a pile. True. True. There, there's so many variables. You know, yeah. NASA's top scientists can figure this out. For sure. I mean, unless like a baby. None of us have a physics degree. I don't. Put it that way. I don't yeah. Unless like a baby skull got stuck oh. or something. I need like, like two more physics classes. Skid? I don't know. I know. Should have just taken physics three and four. Could have had the minor. Should have taken three and four. I know. Son of a bitch. Physics, phys- I, physics in college was great. I mean, it's all math, but fucking pretty sweet. I don't know. Sounds terrible. It really yeah, wasn't. Was I only cool. took all the dummy science courses, <laughs> even though I really like science. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of people love science. Sci- science enthused or science curious people, and the mm-hmm. thing that stops them is math. Yep. And honestly, I never took calculus-based physics. So you have regular physics, and then you have calc-based physics. Now I've t- taken calc one too. Calculus sucks. It's not really fun. It's stupid. What the fuck, man? He used, he used to come home from school, yeah. and you'd be like, "This is the dumbest problem," but I'd solve it with algebra. And you'd be like, "That's not the right answer, though." Yeah, because cal- calculus gives you an exact answer, so you can't use algebra to figure out how much fuel you're going to need to fire a rocket to go, right. you know, umpteen whatever's. Yeah. Cal- calculus has it, it, it's it's um, its place. It's just an everyday application, not so much. Al- algebraic formulas are really gonna do what you needed to do. Man, we're just puffing on that fucking douche flute. Like, yeah. Stop. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh... <laughs> so I will just say we we started this podcast kind of late. We're we're used to doing it on Sundays. It's like, a garbage day to do them. Yeah, it is. It is. But we're used to doing it like mid to late afternoon. Still feel like shit because I don't know about you guys, but I've probably been drinking all weekend already. <laughs> so I, I try to use Sunday as my recovery day. Yeah. But now I'm like, fuck, I gotta drive a goddamn hour to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Once they start doing it, I'm like, okay, this is yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But we started this one mega late. It's like fucking one o'clock in the goddamn morning now. And I have a release to go to in seven hours. So before we go, um, I want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, there's a couple festivals happening. And I actually don't know if by the time this episode comes out, if any of them will have passed. I hope not. But first one's Tap New York. Uh, if you don't know, that's New York's biggest uh, beer festival. Uh, and it's all New York breweries. 
It's at Hunter Mountain. Uh, it's April 27th, which is my motherfucking birthday. Oh, oh, oh shit. April 27th? Yes, and 28th. Um, I'll be there all weekend, pouring for industrial arts. Uh, it's going to be sick. I actually get to hang out with my work friends outside of work, even though we're technically working, but we can kind of party a little bit. So it's, it's going to be fun. Um, speaking of industrial arts, uh, our festival was called Lab Fest. Um, it's at the brewery. Uh, it's at the Garnerville Arts Center. Uh, which is kind of the larger uh, encompassing area um, around the brewery. Uh, that's May 18th and 19th. And then after that, we have Green City, which is June 22nd, at Industry City in Brooklyn. That's Other Half's uh, IPA Festival. That one's going to be a lot of fun. I actually want another fucking pastry town to happen. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I mean, I love IPAs. Don't get me wrong, but... Man, at the fucking pastry town, getting to drink all the stouts was a blast. It sounded awesome. Yeah, so I, I hope they made that a uh, a semi annual. Uh, would that be semi? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Times twice a year. year. Yeah, twice yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah semi annual. That would be cool. Probably, you should do a holiday pastry town and then like a summer. Annual. Yes. Or yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Other half of you listening, uh, we need more of that because it was fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. Just want to bring your attention to a couple festies happening. Cool. Uh, oh, and now that I just noticed, we are drinking the uh, unicorn shits. Um, it's the unicorn farts from uh, Dewclaw. It's a glittered sour ale. What's the glitter? The It's edible glitter, I guess. I don't know. Ale brewed with fruity cereal. That's what got me. And then it said edible glitter. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 the cereal thing is has been like a hype thing happening it's, lately. It does have that nice hint of like fruity pebbles. It's good. I like Ooh, it. Ooh, fruity pebbles? I wouldn't be mad about that. Oh, I love fruity mm. apple cases. That's one of those, we were talking about this earlier. Fruity That's fruity one of those smells that brings me back. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Dan and I earlier were talking about uh, the, the instant connection that you can make when you get a certain scent in your nose. And it instantly brings you back to an exact time and place. You're just like, oh man, like for me, it was... Uh, a, a triceratops shaped Jurassic Park official soap. Like, that's <laughs> the worst. and it's a certain extent. Is that not the most damn thing that's ever happened? Yeah. And I was, I was seven when I first got it. And like, I can remember the bathroom and the house that we lived in, exactly where I kept the soap, um, everything, what it looked like, but the smell. And it's such, it's like, it's it's not it's a rarer smell like you don't smell but you'll get it some soap some some like colognes that like women use sometimes will smell like it colognes that women use or uh, colognes perfumes perfumes yeah <laughs> Jesus um, parfums yeah I'm also tired but um it's all right it is now Saturday at one of the morning when, it, when so. it comes to forming sentences for people to listen to and be like oh yeah no he he's he's okay. So it, it instantly brought me back, and it's just like, whoa. And then, you know, he gave his example and uh, his uh, weird plastic chemical smell example. Yeah. What's your, what was your scent? It's, it's super lame compared to Dan's. Um, lamer than a triceratops-shaped yeah, yeah, bar lamer. soap? <laughs> but the, this is the example I came up with on the spot. Okay. So uh, I only thought of this because I smelled the smell the other day, so it was, like, fresh in my brain. Um 
I was saying how when I was little, like, I, I love to swim. That's like my thing. I was on fucking swim team like my whole life. I could beat most people in a swim race. Um, when I was younger, so my dad's parents, that those grandparents on that side, okay. we had a pretty sweet in-ground pool. And I love swimming in it. I still do to this day. But then my, my mom's parents, they didn't. So I, I'd be like, you know, being like, you know, like a little kid, like, why don't my other grandparents have a yeah. in-ground pool? What the fuck? <laughs> you know, clearly I would say exactly that when I was five right, years old. Right. What the fuck, grandma? Yeah. Where's yeah, my fucking pool? You have an in-ground pool. So uh, I remember she brought like um, one of those like, little like inflatable pools. Uh-huh. So there's a certain smell associated. Ah, it's like a chemical yeah. smell. Yeah. Of like new plastic, uh-huh. of like an inflatable thing when you first expand it. I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah, it was just like this weird, gross, chemically smell of like the smell you get when you peel that pool apart when you're yes, that yeah, packaging. yes, yeah. exactly. I got you. And I got that smell the other day at the brewery with something that got delivered, and we were like pulling apart packaging. So like just like clicked on my, I was like, oh fuck, it smells like you know this like probably like polypropylene or something like that yeah, yeah. kind of smell. I mean, it's generally not a pleasant smell, but in a way, it brings back good memories. So there you go. Which makes it a good smell. That's yeah. I have one that I think Kim would appreciate is the Saugerties Library. There's a certain scent about that library when I was a little kid walking in that door. It was like a few steps down and it was like the kids section. There's like a weird, musty book smell. Yeah. And I smelled it the other day mm. and I was like, it's the Saugerties Library. Where am I? Fucking wasn't there, but it smelled just like it. Interesting. If you find an old enough book, and you gotta find the right one. Adam's looked for lots of old books. And you flip through the pages in front of your face, it smells like straight fresh marshmallows. (laughs) That's the musk. I'm I'm serious. I've had someone lick envelopes saying it smelled and tasted like marshmallows. Yeah, it's strange. There's something about I had a beer today that tasted like marshmallows. You sure did. I had a beer today. That's the end of the statement. Nice. I think, I think we all all had a beer today. Yeah, we had, we've had a couple. We had Sarah some good ones. Sorry. We um, Sorry. you know, sorry about the scarf. Sorry about the scarf. <laughs> hey, uh, so you know, this, this uh, glitter beer is uh, it's tolerable. You know, it's honestly, not bad. If they took the like sour it. part out of it, I would actually really enjoy it. Cause if you drink it fit quick and you swallow quick, it's just straight fruity pebbles. It's for yeah. me. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, this is. I haven't tried it, but did you see that uh, Saturday morning yeah. beer from uh, Smart Mouth, I think? Is that Virginia? Yeah. Um, yeah, people... I heard it's garbage. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. My buddy Eric, he he's probably the most, like, I don't want to say influential, but he's got the most Instagram followers of anybody I know. And he always gives, like, you know, out of, out of a five rating. Mm-hmm. Didn't even rate it. He's really? like, this beer does not garner a rating. Wow. He, he's like, I took two sips and dumped it down my fucking drain. How dare you? Yeah. That, that's how much he hated that beer. That's bold. Yeah, I, I saw his his picture of it, and he had it you know, poured in his glass, and it was like brown. He's like, this beer is fucking gross. You get a lot of people asking for that. No, we don't have that. It's all fucking nostalgia. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's like the the label's cool, I guess. But yeah, I saw. I'm trying to remember what the uh, the article said, but it was like 
people were selling it like a four pack for like hundreds of dollars oh on eBay. Oh my god! It's like no fucking IPA is worth that much. Yeah, none. Like yep, none. Tri- Triash just put out King Julius again today, mm-hmm. and that's like one of their super top IPAs. King Cheese. King Cheese. Exactly. King Chi. Oh, that's a cheesy yeah. one. Oh, and I, I saw somebody uh, post a trade for that, that beer I got from Hudson Valley. Um, uh, the one that re- was released as is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said they um, wanted, they had that to trade for King Julius. I was like, don't do it. Not worth it. Like, even though King Julius is only two per person. Like, I, I fucking hate when they do that shit. Yeah. Like, I like Treehouse, but it's like, I know they can brew more of that beer, but they choose not to. Just to kind of keep the hype to keep going. The hype. Yeah. Market, keep the hype. Meanwhile, they have a case of, that's what she said, that you can buy right now. Which is fantastic. Yeah. It's a great stout. It is. Every other time uh, we've gotten it, and I've shared it with you, it's usually like six per person. Huh. Maybe eight. Like, to have them do a case, definitely never happened before. Wild. I wonder why that is. Yeah, and I, I checked today to see, like, it, it's actually been on their uh, list, like, pretty much all week. And they said they still have a thousand cases of it left. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. They were like, yeah, uh, it's a case per person, and it's going to last a while. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, people kind of sleep on it because it's their, even though they don't make it too often and it's generally pretty low limits, it's still their most produced stout. Gotcha. So people were like, yeah, whatever. It's like a dime dozen. It's like, no, it's not. They do it like three times a year, probably. And it's it's actually like pretty and damn good. And it's real fucking good. So suck on but, that one. Yeah, it's all fucking hype bros trying mm. to hype yeah. bros. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wannabe cheeseheads. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking beer, right? <laughs> yeah, move to Wisconsin. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. All, All right. right. Well, yeah. I think that... Uh, how, how long did we go for today? A while. Yeah. We've, we've, we did our... Uh, yeah, our, our normal? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. So <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we set out to do a short one today, and that didn't fucking happen. But I mean, it's I fine. We're a little shorter. We're, we're right around, around an hour and a half mark, yeah. We're probably a little bit more. I can tell. Because Whatever, it's fine. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah so we, we had fun. Sure did. We had beer. We had beer. Sarah, anything? What? You got anything? Got you got you got stuffs. Words you, of you got stuff. Okay. Fair this enough. Um, <laughs> Adam, what about you? Um, even a wet towel can dry you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dan, Uncle Dan, more specifically, hi. How you um, signing off? I would say uh, the snake's giving you a fast tongue flicks and twitchy movements. Probably wants to bite you. <laughs> okay. that, that is a wonderful tidbit of knowledge. Put me on a fucking spot, man. <laughs> Put you on blast, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got shit to say other than I got to be at a beer release in like six hours. So, and I got an hour drive home. And Good on you, sir. Yeah, I'm not drunk, but... I might have to chill out for like a little bit. That's right. Yeah. We're all going to be chilling out for a little bit. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Well, yeah. thanks for hanging out with us again, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. And remember, it's, it's just, just beer. beer. Oh. <laughs> and I helped. <laughs> <laughs>